<laughs> this sucks. Actually, it can be quite therapeutic, Butthead. Here, why don't you take out some of that aggression on the drum? And let loose with your innermost thoughts. Uh, this sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this sucks. Bunch of dumbass wussies hitting a stupid drum. Um, good, Butthead. You tapped into some genuine emotions there, and I think we can all relate to what you're saying. Uh, you can? Sure we can. It really doesn't suck that you had the courage to say, this sucks. We're hearing you loud and clear, brother. That sucks. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Hi. Where's the energy, Bruce? I'm a little exhausted this weekend. You know, we had a busy weekend at the Silver Ball Saloon. We did? We did. All of us. And we're we gonna... all had a good time. And we're going to talk all about it. This is episode 78. Godzilla. Godzilla. This is before he turned face. This was this is heel Godzilla. This is Godzilla that destroys everything. He's the bad guy here. Yes. Yep. He's he's brought to life from you know it's it's kind of an anti-atomic bomb type message, you know, and Godzilla basically destroys Tokyo for the very first time in this movie. So what was he originally? Like a uh, what's it called? Uh, not a caterpillar. Not a what? What are those? Uh, salamander. He was a salamander, salamander. before he got nuked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this is the um. There's the original version, and then there's the Americanized version where they added uh, Ra- Raymond Burr, Perry Mason himself is just in there, and he, he you just see the whole movie just stares and and does like talks. In the face stuff. Yeah, he just stares because they can't show him and Godzilla in the same frame because they're not they're in the movie. Because they're both too big? <laughs> they're both too big. No, he wasn't that big yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> so that's Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, is that what you're tempted is Roar? Yeah. Well, you gotta it sounded do like, like a that. seal died right there. What it, was is, that? it is a dead seal, you know. <laughs> Well, we could not afford uh, high special effects because we are not the gold standard. No, we are not. And let's get this out of the way immediately. The poll. The poll. We win. Uh, Yeah, No Fear won. No Fear has better artwork than Stern, Star Wars Pro. Our listeners have spoken. And we know most of our listeners are right. And also, what was the other thing? Oh, correction. About maybe 30 episodes late. Yikes. But some previous episode, I stated that the um, whodunit, that the, the guy, the detective, was the same dude from World Cup Soccer and, and NBA Fast Break. That, that guy. Tim Kudrow, I believe is his name. And you said no. Without proof of me hearing it in 30 episodes ago, it is not legit. Sorry. Fail. But it clearly says it on IPDB. It is him. But I don't remember you saying it, so fail. All right. What do you do this weekend? Well, uh... Besides jumping the shark. We jumped the shark this weekend. 
Yes, we did. We always jumped the shark, and we I got beaten by a shark. Craig Norman? Yes. Okay. He beat me, uh, and uh, we had a pinball tournament. We did. We did, with uh, media coverage and everything. It was a good time had by all, I think. Top 16 of upstate New York came out to the Silver Bowl Saloon in East Rochester, New York, and we had some playing going on. I, I hope so. What else yes, do we have uh, going on? Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, we had one podcaster guarantee victory before he even got there, and that didn't work out too good for him. No, Jeff Teolis pretty much uh, declared he would be bringing a trophy back when he went through customs. And uh, how did that go for him? Um, he lost in two consecutive rounds. He was uh, second last year, so that tells you that the uh, level of competition was raised a little bit. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, that's that's pretty poor representation. Both Canadians got smacked around like the Northerners that they are. Finally, New York got a little revenge. But we did. We did. Even though the winner wasn't a New Yorker? Yeah, I'd rather have somebody from the States win than um, some pesky Canadian. Oh, so we should be chanting USA. Yes, USA. 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 Wow. <laughs> but it was a good time. Uh, a lot of good matches. Uh, Ron beat me again because we didn't play each other. Of course. But almost happened. The person who took me out almost won. He was on his way. He was actually the top seed. Eric Russell took me out the first time, and then uh, Alberto took me out the second time. Alberto, I should have had. I should have taken him out. I was down $33 million to $3 million on Medieval Madness, came all the way back with the bonus, got $32.5 million, and I got boned on Quicksilver. Fail. Fail. But you got smacked around like a little schoolgirl by Steve Bowden, didn't you? No, I actually went to full five games. I know, but I'm talking about your Star Trek game. Oh, you're going to bring that up? Oh, yeah, hell. Yeah, so I get to play. Well, first, uh, let's just go over our, our path to lo- to losing. I would say yes. path to victory, but we didn't win anything. Well, you did. You actually won. We, we had the charity tournament on stars that we talked about last week. And I think both you and Greg said you would give your winnings back if you won. And what happened? We did. We actually, I took, first Greg got 290,000 uh, $290, on stars, which is a very good score on my stars. He took first place, and the next person up was me. And I got 323. Yeah, and then you said, fuck you, Pavarelli, and like told him to suck it and all that. Yep. That was yep. very classy. Very classy. I am cool. classy. You know that. Yep. Because we are the gold standard. We are the gold standard, and and you can watch all this on our YouTube channel. I have on our on our YouTube channel. We have the entire finals, which is like almost five hours long. But for those who don't want to watch that much, we have a highlight video. You can watch Greg and Bruce's Killer Stars games in in succession. Ooh. Yes. And um, then you can watch a insane game of Metallica between Eric Russell and Steve Bowden. Yes. So, but so we both won, and we both donated our winnings back, plus the coin drop and all the money taken in for uh, pinball pro and for uh, pinball. What am I gonna freaking say? Project Pinball. Project Pinball. We we earned over two hundred twenty-five dollars. 
So a good donation. Woo-hoo! Very cool. Definitely a good cause. So first round, I played Brian Estes. I beat him three nothing. How about was your first round? Wow. Just no no yeah, do you know what games? You remember anything? Oh, I know exactly. Yes, I do. Whitewater, Swords of Fury, and what was the third one? Uh A C D C. Alright. Smoke throw three oh. Boom. So my first round I played against uh Anthony, the kid. The kid. The fourteen year old. He's like a foot taller than me. Yes, he is. And he he kind of got acquainted with a little tighter tilts. Yeah, because he, my game... He's kinda, he has that rock fantasy training, so he's kind of... The, the tilts tend to be a little loose in rock fantasy land. And Is there? Yeah, and, and there are tilts. Is there any? There, there are tilts. Okay. And he had some issues getting used to the tilts. But the first game, we played Pirates, and he took a lead. I got to I'm third ball. I finally got something started, but it, it wasn't enough. I, I lose that. Yeah, he was crushing Pirates all yeah. weekend. So I picked Stargazer, Ooh. and I saw something happen that I've never seen before. We talked about this on the podcast before. about And it was actually talked on... Uh, Till Forms mentioned it. That you can't tilt through a stern. That's one of the the great features of the stern software. You can't tilt through. Well, Anthony found a way to tilt through. Where basically he plunged the ball and he hit he hit one of the spinners, I can't even remember which one, and it, it immediately like shot down the middle. He tried to do a really hard slap save. Mm-hmm. Since there was almost there was no bonus, it just went right to my ball, and the spinner was still spinning, and and put points on my score. I go up there, and you know a lot, a lot of players like they like, always hit the flipper buttons before they're gonna plunge and all that. I I don't usually do that, so I I just I plunge the ball. It hits the first pop bumper, and, and the pop bumper doesn't do anything. At that point, I'm hitting the buttons, and I realize like, oh, flippers are dead. It 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 was there was a tilt. So I had to call for a ruling, an, un- an unfortunate ruling, I guess. Yes. So I mean, there was basically a tilt through. The only way you could probably do it because yes. because typically if if there were no points put on my score, it would just kick out the ball again. Yeah, I would I would have just plunged. Yeah, drain it would kicked out the ball. And we would have moved on, but it did not. So that put us at one one one. Then we went to and Colin. The winner of Pinburg said my spinners were nice and juicy. Thank you, Colin. Until four. Thank you very much, sir. And Josh Sharp, we sh- said we should play player one and three. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Actually. But it's coin. But it's coin drop. So. Yeah, and that's true. And plus, it's not. You got to play like a four-player game because you yeah. got to have two and four with no one on it. it yep. Yeah. So. Then I'm trying to think what the next game was. See, my memory isn't the greatest. What the hell did I play? Now? Oh, Attack from Mars. And he he tilted two out of the three balls. And that, and that was very tight, I must say. The uh, tilt on Attack from Mars you got there. Very tight tilt. Then we went to Demo Man. We went to Demo Man. And I was behind going into the last ball. And I just, I ended up just playing the, like, left ramp 
come back around up to the center, the center ramp, I guess you would say, and then it comes mm -hmm. around into the, the hole. And I just kept doing that until I had enough points and beat him. That's the kind of the safest play. It is. Yeah. And that was over, so I won 3-1. Okay. Next round for you. No, you're, ne you're next. I lost to Eric 3-1. I beat him on Metallica. Where did we go next? We went to ACDC. He beat me on ACDC. I then went to Whitewater. We both had terrible games on it. So then I'm like, okay, let's go to Monopoly. I went to Monopoly, and I had the worst kick out. I had Locklet and Multiball ready for uh, Railroad Multiball. And the kick out, when it, it went into the chance hole, and it kicked off the top pop, uh, top of the uh, the kicker and went right down the middle. Game over. Done. Have a nice day. Bummer. Yes, very much bummer. So my second round, I got to play Steve Bowden. Oh, my. And he picks Star Trek. I had, like, 230 million? Yes. And I had, and I did, like, I played the modes really good. I had a shit ton of medals. I got to Kobayashi Maru. I mean, I was feeling all good about myself. You would feel great yeah. against anyone else. But unfortunately, he decided to get to Enterprise Amok which is the second wizard mode, and he had like $500 million. Yes. So I, I played a good game for me and got slaughtered. How'd that feel? Um, I shook it and off. That first game took you about, guys, about 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I shook that off, just took him over to Quicksilver, got that victory, 1-1, one, one, boom. Then we played, I don't remember what we played next. I know I lost. Oh, it was ACDC. That's right. And I had a, I got behind... But I actually, I, I, I had multi-ball going. I'm in Hell's Bells, of course. And I had the 2X going. And it expired right as the cannon got loaded. So I had a 15 million song jackpot, which would have been 30 million. Which would have put me a lot closer. But nope. And ended up draining out of that. And that was the end there. I'm trying to think what the hell I picked for the uh, next game. I honestly cannot remember. I know it had to be an old game. I think it was Paragon. To pick, I really, I would have picked Paragon. I think it was something like that because I remember you guys, and he had a terrible game on it, if I remember correctly. And then you guys went over to World Poker Tour. Okay, that sounds good. I guess it was Paragon. Then we went over to War World Poker Tour. Well, well, I'm sure Steve will say he had a terrible game. For me, I, as usual, I don't know that game. He, <laughs> but he, he he played a lot longer than I did, and I and I played a long time. We we were by far the last people done. We oh got, yeah, it was got, a we, long we, match. We held up two. the round, sorry. And I ended up, I, I was close at the end. Mm -hmm. I almost got him in the last one. I didn't really know what I was doing. And he, and he told me like, hey, at least you did it right. So I, I must have done whatever you were supposed to do right, and he didn't. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, that game's too complicated. It's beyond my level of comprehension. So yeah, I went into the loser's bracket. So we both went into the loser's bracket. Yay! Yay! So who did you have in the – now I'm going to ask you. Now it's going to be going – who did you have in the first round of losers? Now don't tell me who – you know, how finished, but just tell me who you went against first. Um, Zach. Okay, you had Zach. Our own famous, world-famous Zach. I had Alberto Santana. Bummer for you. Yeah, it was. But I was up on him 2-1. And? I lost in Medieval, and then I lost in Quicksilver. Wait a minute. You lost in Quicksilver? I know. Just didn't happen right. But I did beat him in Swords of Fury. And what was the next game? Uh, 
Oh, it was uh, Dirty Harry I beat him on. All right. All right. Sounds so I good. Was, I was feeling pretty good about it. No, sorry. He beat me in Dirty Harry. Barely. I beat him in Stargazer. So that's where it's 2-1. I forgive you for not remembering. I mean, it was a whole two days ago. It was long. long. A lot of things. It, it was long. Uh, so, oh my. So the next round, oh my. I play Zach. Everyone's favorite guest, Zach. He picks Monopoly. And he destroys Monopoly on ball three. He's on the thing for 15 minutes. I was starting to fall asleep over in the corner. So I get on it. I, I remember making an insane save somewhere, getting the double danger, and then end up having a decent ball where I, I got in a multi-ball, got about, I don't know, five jackpots, and I'm thinking, like, how the hell am I going to catch I'm only getting, like, a million per jackpot. Is there any, like, supers or anything? Or, or? You, you relight the jackpot going through the, the ro- railroad. You know, through the railroad. Instead of hitting up the ramp, you go into the side saucer. Not the upper side saucer, but the left-hand saucer next to the sign, the electric company sign. That's your two million shot. Oh, all right. Well, as it turns out, it didn't matter. I just I had a good ball, got a tons of jackpots, got a railroad multi ball, hit a bunch of shit, but I just I couldn't catch up to him. Yeah, I was hitting the wrong stuff, or I just wasn't hitting enough stuff. So then we played. What the hell do we play next? See, I don't even remember. I I won whatever it was. I won the next game. Then we played. Oh. Stupid um, Indiana Jones, which the usual result there, yep. which is me losing. Multi-ball, 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 multi-ball. Yeah, well, no, I never get multi-ball in that game. I, ne- I never get a single one. So, lost that. Then, so I'm down 2-1. I tied it up. I don't remember what I played again. Wow, you're just like really... Uh... Yeah. And we Then he picked Paragon. Ooh. And he... I picked to go first. Ooh. I just, what the hell? So I go first. I end up taking the third, the third ball. I get the four X. I hit the saucer for five X and it rejects. I <sighs> love that. And it drains soon after that. Of course. Uh, he came back and almost caught me and then drained out. Oh, wow. So there you go. That was that round. So then you, I'm out. I'm, I'm enjoying the red vegetation. I'm, Walking around, and where did you go against next? Wait, wait, you're enjoying the vegetation? Yeah, because I was exhausted by then, and it was only freaking 5.30. Oh, vegging. I get it. I was a little slow there. Sorry yeah. Yeah. So I played Nick Lane. Buffalo Pinball's own Nick Lane. And I lost three games to one. Ooh. Bummer. I got taken to Swords of Fury, of course. Lots of Lion Manning. So I got beaten that. I'm trying to remember the other game I got beat on. I, I don't remember. I know I was down 2-0, so I went like Dirty Harry. Or no, I won something. No, what am I saying? It was 2-1. I picked Dirty Harry because that's always my go-to game. I got on it and then realized, oh, shit, this is the one with the LEDs in it. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm having a little trouble seeing. Oh, well. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. And Nick got like he had like $500 million, and I hadn't done anything on the first two balls. In the third ball, I start multi-ball, and the ball... It got stuck Duck. in the diverter. When it, the diverter fires over, so it can go into the uh, the gun, and it was it must have taken too long because it disengaged and got stuck. And I end up with like a ball trapped and a ball stuck up there, and I'm in multi-ball. So I know what's going to happen here. I call it over. 
it's like, please tell me you have the uh, high power interlock disabled. Like, nope. This way, nope. Like, ah, oh, shit. So open up the coin door, and I lose the ball. Then it goes right out of multi-ball. Yeah, out of multi-ball. So was, I could get a compensation ball if I wanted to end it there. Was that the deal? Yes, or you can you can end the ball and get a compensation ball. Yeah. I decided to go continue just because getting multi-ball never gets any harder. And the later, uh, what is it, the safe house? The one in the center? Yes. Yeah, the yes. later safe house modes, there's actually a multi-ball one in there if you get to Alcatraz. Yes. So I figured I'll just keep going with those. And something weird happened. I didn't miss a shot. I just got all the badges, like, just in succession. Boom, 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 boom. Right back into multi-ball. Load the gun. Hit the super. Uh, let balls drain, as I always do. Get the balls back. Got two balls trapped, either flipper. Shoot the right ramp, hit it, get another jackpot, and then that was it. Didn't get any more jackpots, drained out of that. Tried to get back into multi-ball, and I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. and I lose in uh, Dirty Harry. That pissed me off, but whatever. That's my go-to game, man. So I guess the bros are one ahead, or or they're tied. You beat the bros, and I lost to the bro. Yes. So then we went all the way to... uh... The top four were... Uh... Well, before we get to the top four, I have to bring this up. Because this shows how some players are kind of on a different plane. Eric Russell is playing Steve Bowden. They actually played each other three consecutive matches. Yes. They were. This is when they were both... They didn't have a loss yet. So they're tied 2-2, and they're playing Paragon. And Eric has a lead. Steve Bowden's player two. He gets up. And he makes his comeback. I think he even got like 5x. He got to a point where Eric thought he had it with bonus. And he actually had the ball trapped. He shot a shot, missed completely, it bricked, drained. He turns around and says, like, lost by 400. Wow. And we're like, I mean, hasn't counted the bonus up yet. Counts up the bonus, he lost by 400. Ouch. And he was like, I could have shot anything else. And I would have won. Yeah. I'll be thinking about this for 10 years. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so. Then he had a monster game against him on uh, Metallica. Yeah, well, let's get to the final four. We had Eric Russell. Yep. Steve Bowden. Yes. Andy Cushman. Yes. And Howard Levine. Yes. Wow, three out of the four were, have been guests. Yes, they have. Let's see. Howard lost to Andy. Mm-hmm. Then Andy... Went against Steve yep. and lost to Steve. That's a loser's bracket. So now we got one of those deals where it's Steve Bound against Eric Russell again. And Steve had to take two in a row yeah, to win. Yeah, to win two matches. So he wins the first match, Steve, 3-0. And then the next, the final round, they had this huge game of Metallica, and that's on the uh, our highlight reel. Give it a watch. You want to see some high-end uh, Metallica play from both players, multiple crank it up, etc. Give uh-huh. that one a watch. In the end, Stephen Bowden and Victorious, he won three games to one, with the final game being on stars, of all things. And all, all the finals was filmed before a studio, a studio an audience. audience. And it was a pain in the ass moving that camera around. Yep, we were uh, both doing it. Moving that, and, and luckily I had brought an Ethernet cable with me, a longer one, because we needed to plug in. 
yes. have a massive wireless. massive droppage on the wireless there. So we got off of that, and it stabilized. We still had some drops, but it was much, much better. Thanks, Spectrum. <laughs> and thanks for moving the cords around, Bruce. Yep. See, the thing is, this is also a commercial establishment with customers, and I don't want to, like, you know, hey, move out of the way. I want to put this cord by you. Yeah. So Bruce and me were crawling under the games to uh, run the cable. Mm-hmm. But everything worked good. I, I got pretty good at finding the uh, the right spot. Oh, with, my. With the camps. Oh, my. That was that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else from the tournament. And Steve took it all. Steve took it all and defended his title, which means almost certainly he will be at the next one. Yes. Because number one, you know he's going to qualify. Number two, he he believes in defending the title. He feels an obligation if he is the defending champion. So uh, we don't know where it's going to be next year, of course, but we will talk about it earlier this year than we have before in the past. So hopefully it might be in Syracuse. It might be in Howard's. Howard's. Do it at Howard's. It could be anywhere. I love Howard's because it'd be different. It'd be different. Lots of EMs, older games, stuff you don't normally see. You can play uh, Memory Lane, Stern Goodness. Even Grand Prix. Grand Prix is there. It's got, He's got like a, a Sonic. I think it's a Sonic. Like Monte Carlo or whatever it's called. Monaco. Monaco, Monaco, yes. Monaco, Sonic, Monaco. Could be. That's the only way to take take down uh, Steve Bowden and not get too many modern games. Hey, he, he played the older games too. good too. He did. So let's see. What do we have on here? There was also another tournament this weekend, or last weekend. Yes. The Sweet Talker Tournament at Chuck Webster's, the Wicked Pissa Pinball Pit. And uh, Zoe, uh, I don't want to screw up her last name. Yeah, I'm not saying it. Cause Zoe I, I, from the Tilt Through Podcast with yes. Jack Danger and Bowen Karens. She won, and second place was? The Pinball Princess who was, like, so stressed. She was so worried she was going to play bad and was not going to, you know, play well after winning last year. And play she better. Fin- and she finished second. Against a harder field. Yep. And um, she hates Nugent. I don't know why. <laughs> the game. Well, probably the person, too. But uh, that was also streamed. So if you want to check that out, that's uh, Wicked Pissa Pinball Pit on Twitch. You can watch the finals. I believe the whole thing was streamed. Very good time had by all for the two tournaments. Plus, I heard Martin was in a tournament in Australia, and he got second place. But did we even mention that head-to-head guy? Who? Who? Martin? Never heard of yeah. him. Yeah. Well, luckily, we're going we're gonna to steal somebody from uh, that head-to-head podcast. We're going to take Ryan C. Yeah, because I've been told you need Ryan C. to have the gold standard. If you steal somebody, instead of having a two-hour-long podcast, it's boring. You get Ryan C, and you, you'll be a better podcast. Yeah, we'll shorten them down. We'll have like 20 minutes. There'll be the three yep. of us. It'll be great. It'll be great. We'll rock it. Actually, Ryan C, I mean, I'm on Skype. He honestly, he just got on. Ooh. I don't know if you noticed that. He is on right now. He is on right now. Maybe we should try to get him on. He should join the call. He can, he can tell us all about it. That would be interesting. Go go ahead. You know, send him a little little message. See if he... I will ask him right now. Actually, I, it's easier for you. What time pull. is it over there, though? It is five, almost, uh, no, it's six hours, so it's 3.11. No, it's more than six hours, Bruce. No, No, I'm going by by the, uh, let me see what time it is. It's 9.11, Bruce. 
Yes, I, no, I'm talking. There it is, bonehead. Yeah, well, yeah. God, people these days. You just said it was six. <laughs> uh, let me first find Ryan. Uh, is he ready? Can I just? No, no, no. Yet, I'm waiting for him to come back. So uh, we can talk about Reactor Nine. Not one, but two people made the gold standard in getting the reactors. And that was Bo and Karen's. Yep, first at a location. Yeah, on location, and then Carl D'Angelo. Congratulations to both. Congratulations, and I, I won't, I won't spoil it because I, I want our listeners to go to IE Pinball, and check out the stream. Especially, just play it, and if you have a high-end stereo system, play it on that and crank the sound up, and you will want a total nuclear annihilation. He breaches reactor nine. You'll get to see what happens. I don't want to spoil it, but I want to talk about it next week. Because I saw what happened, and it's like it to me. It, it it fits with the the whole '80s theme. It does. I don't. I don't want to say the one word that'll give away what happens, but people have talked about it already. Though two other podcasts have. Oh, and, and oh, well, yeah. uh, yeah, right. Ours will be off Thursday, so so fuck it. It uh, the game ends. Kill screen. Kill screen. Love it. Which I think is exactly what I said should happen. Exactly, and it did. Uh, the only thing, though, it should go ape shit. And and then it should like like it broke and and it should have like the LCD screen half of it should be garbage like on the Pac-Man yes, kill screen. I agree. And it should have that's the woman that they have to do all the voice you know just doing the the call out should say kill screen achieved. Achieved. Well, what happens is after you know goes the next ball comes up they didn't know what was going to happen and it just plunged automatically and it was dead bumpers and flippers and you could do nothing except for collect your bonus. So that was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. So. uh yeah, congratulations to both. And then actually, with Carl, he got a little special message since he was on the beta code. Yeah, the the beta code basically says, Bo and Karens, is that you? Is that you? If you break the key. Which is fucking funny Which is hell. hilarious, yes. So, still, check out his stream. You will see yes. high-quality 4K streaming. Yeah, it is incredible. So, Oh, wait a sec. I'm getting a message through uh, Skype. Okay. And I think we need to add somebody in. G'day, lads. G'day. <laughs> we have famous Ryan C. So now that we've stole you from the Head to Head podcast. We can be the gold standard. We're the gold standard. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yes. Yes. But we got to make it a are shorter we, podcast. Are we live? We are live. Hi, baby. Okay. Do it. Okay. <laughs> no, no, nothing is right dry. Oh gosh! If 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 three hours of uh, Ryan isn't enough every week, we uh, <laughs> we got a bit more of Ryan Z. We just Shanghai here. So now we have the new Slam Till Podcast Australian version. Oh, that's already been done. It's head to head. Did you get me on just to say that? Is that your gag? <laughs> oh, we love you to have on at all. No, but now. Better. We're actually going to be the gold standard. The gold standards. Yes, because I thought, I thought Nate was the gold standard. Oh no, we have. Who's the Twippy winner? Do we mention his name on this podcast? Yeah, now because he is the gold standard. He's the gold standard. Canada. <laughs> so now beat Canada with all three of us. What, so what are you up to here, guys? You've done the news. Oh, uh, we barely just started about fifteen twenty minutes ago. So we were talking about Reactor Nine. With your wow. team that you now have in your location, how is it, sir? 
Uh, yeah, a bit of a funny unboxing experience. Um, it's still pretty fresh, so uh, I'm probably going to be a little bit more negative on it than um, than if you ask me about it tomorrow. But there's just, just a, a little couple of little issues with the Australian ones. I think the voltage difference here is making the pinball machine behave a little bit differently. But working with with Spooky to get it all fixed, it's not it's nothing major. But like you know how the ball rockets out of that scoop to the right flipper, just super duper hard the hold like voltage isn't enough it seems like it's uh it's forcing the flipper down and i guess usually on a pinball machine that's like an eos switch adjustment right but there's there's no eos switches on tna so it's i think it's a a voltage or a coding issue so they're they're just trying to figure it out now but um besides from that was pretty good some flipper alignment issues um a couple of leds out um but there's a bunch of spares they they give so um it's fun, man. Like as soon as like we, you know, as soon as we plunged the ball, um, all of that kind of went away. It's uh, it's so much better in real life than it is watching it on the stream. You think you have fun watching it on the stream, but it is ten times better actually playing it in real life. I'm actually very jealous. Are you? I am. It sounds <laughs> sounds like a, it sounds like you're going to be enjoying this for the next month. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you if you listen to the Head to Head podcast, I just you know gave the reason why my friend's moving and uh, he didn't want to have his pinball machine at his house. So he uh, you know and then move it with all the furniture and just be paying more for it. So he dropped off at my house and uh, yeah, I get to have it for a month and then I I drop it off to him when he moves into his new house. So free pinball machine, baby. He is a fucking great mate. That's well, it's also it's also his first pinball machine, and he has no idea how to do anything. So he's like, like, oh my god, what do you, you know? Like, how do you lift up the channel, and and how come this is loose, and and you know all the all the fine little adjustments that you need to do. You know, I was, I was trying to teach him how to do, do all that stuff because new cool. new inbox machines, as as Ron has uh, experienced with dialed in, they don't come dialed in right from the factory. <laughs> yeah, they're not always dialed in. They're not always dialed no. in. I've had, I've had. The full spectrum. I've had games like, I'd say, Spider-Man and my ACDC where I didn't have to do anything. Then I had Star Trek where I had to do a bunch of stuff too and dialed in, which I had to do a lot of stuff too, especially in the adjustment category. Yeah. But, yeah. It, 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 that's, that's just pinball, right? I mean, it's uh, there's a lot of variables going on, so you got to yep. get it working. I mean, how it plays at somebody else in the, in the test factory is not how it plays uh, – you know, in your house. And I guess you can't expect people that are kind of getting paid. Are they getting paid minimum wage? I don't know. The people that are testing the pinball machines, it's going to be a pretty monotonous job. Like, you know, turning a machine on, hitting all the switches, playing a couple of balls. You're not going to become OCD like me, you, and uh, Bruce are about how the ball has to exactly kind of shoot out of the shoe lane and not hit anything on the way through and smoothly go around. You develop all kinds of OCD when you play a lot of pinball and, and own the own the machines that, you know, I guess the people that are working there, it's, it's just like another piece of equipment. Like, all right, it works. All the switches are working. Let's let's get it out. Let's box this bitch right up. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah. I was listening to the Head to Head podcast today, and you guys had me in fucking stitches today. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Explain what Google is in Australia for your num for your uh, talking about pinball. 
So what's the question? Sorry, explain what Google is. <laughs> well, you had you actually were. Uh, you're getting the full Bruce experience you're getting here. I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> and, and on the Head Dead podcast, he was asking a new way of instead of going to random.org, like they did the first time, they actually asked Google the voice for uh, Google and she came back and gave them a number. So he asked for a number one through a hundred and it came back and he asked for Marty for one through a hundred. Then he started asking her questions because she, she sounded like <laughs> TNA girl. Yeah. So, um, Scott Denisi with uh, total nuclear annihilation, he didn't pay a voice actress. He said, well, it's this kind of like robotic, you know, machine voice. So why not just kind of get Google Translate or, you know, Google to kind of say it back to me and I'll record that. And apparently that's legal under the Creative Commons, uh, Commons license. I don't know. I don't know the details. So I decided to have a chat with her and, and she talked back to me and, you know, she gave some, some good hits. I, I was trying to teach her all of the good call outs. Maybe Ron would have been better with that, with all of his uh, magnificent call outs from episode 30, I think it was, your, your best episode yet. And... Um, yeah, then I had to chat to her about how to increase our chances of winning the Twibbies. And she just gave us tips on how to be like Canada. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone must listen to these guys. Head Dead Pitball Podcast, they're great. And honestly, that section, I actually had to pull over today. It was just, that. Okay, I, I, can, I can cut it out for you and you can insert it into. We will want, right now, yes. Insert it into. Okay, ready, set. Inserts. <laughs> no, wasn't that fucking great? More, I told you. More, I told editing. you. more editing for Ron. No. <laughs> yes. no more editing. No, 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 yes, no, no, no. Editing. Yes, no. I love it. Listen to the Head Dead podcast if you want to hear it. <laughs> Send it to me anyway. I'll, I'll convince him, Ryan. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, we, 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 we still shit off you, so it's only fair that you steal still something from us. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we, had a, we had a three-hour podcast. There's two good minutes in there. You can take the two good minutes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love you guys' podcast. It rocks. So uh, what are you doing? It is now for, for you. What time is it? A Tuesday afternoon. It's Tuesday, 1 o'clock. The uh, TNA machine was delivered at 7.30 a.m. And uh, I've done nothing but kind of play and adjust it and try and look for the keys because the keys, I don't think I mentioned, are also <laughs> missing. So we had to drill out the lock. Oh, <laughs> that was wow. fun. Um, so, yeah, I haven't done any work. And I was just about to start my work and I got a little message from you, Bruce. So I'm here talking pinball because pri- priorities in life, right? Priorities. There's a lot of good priorities and you just picked the most important one. So, are you guys coming to TPF or not? I want to answer now. I am not. Ah, oh, come on, Bruce. I cannot. I look, Ron is going to be there. I am going to be there. Cool. So At least. You. So, are we going to have? Because you, you, do you still have that little thing, the the, the face off against uh, other people, against the fans? I can't of the do that without Bruce. I can't do that without Bruce. You can go ahead. Go, I'll, I'll give you the exception. You can go against Ryan. Well, okay, we we can do that. But if I lose, I'll just say it's because it wasn't, you know. It's technicality. It's technicality. So I can't possibly lose. You can recruit someone. You can recruit. You know. uh, You can recruit a top top ranked player, and I'll recruit a top ranked player, and just have. uh, I'll recruit Greg. He's going to be there. Ooh, Wapparelli. 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 Greg. Greg Balls. Bigger. Greg Balls. Greg Balls. Oh man! From Greg to Greg Balls. balls. (laughs) Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a replacement for Tim Balls, you gotta you know you gotta get the names right, right? Well, he's Darth Balls now, so Darth Balls. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, uh, so TNA, all what it's cracked up to be for you? Well, I haven't played an insane amount of um, games yet, but it's as I said, it's it's one thing to watch it on a stream and think you're going to like it in a certain way. It's another thing to have it in front of you and be and be rocking out. And um, it is every, everything that people say is true. I, I can just repeat what every, everyone's been saying about the machine, but it's all true. The machine is insanely fast because it is it is almost like you know two thirds of a pinball machine um, because it is hard to get the ball up into you know during multi ball into the orbits unless you're Bob Kieran's or Carl D'Angelo. And um, if you don't get the ball up there, like the balls just they end up just leaving the party because um, there's so much sideways action. So you have to kind of like delay. You know, there's no ramps to to slow down the ball and scoops where the balls stay for a long time or upper play field. So it's hard, man. It's a hard game to master. And um, Bowen and Carl definitely made it look way easier than it is. <laughs> I was kind of like, ah, oh, I might not like it because it kind of looks a bit too easy now. No, it's not. It still kicks your ass. I think the next challenge will be to see if anyone can do it without extra balls. Yeah, well, Scott's also got, have you guys discussed that little countdown timer thing? that he No, not yet. Posted? Yeah. So he posted up a video on, on Instagram, I believe, of the new software that he's testing where I think it might be a menu option. So I don't think it would be by default. But the the uh, the temperature of the um, reactor starts to cool down after a while. So I, I think, you know, you can't get it to – if you get it to 100, I think it will stay at 100. But if you say you have it at 99, you need one more spinner hit or reactor hit, If after five seconds it will start to count down. So it makes it uh, even harder to overheat those reactors. Have you guys talked about have – you, have you guys pre-ordered Supreme Pinball yet? Oh, uh, so, no. Okay. It's, on our, it's on our schedule. So let's talk about Supreme Pinball. <laughs> I, I had to look up what the hell Supreme is. It's, <laughs> That's way too yuppy for me. Ron, you're so out of touch, Ron. You're yeah. so out of touch. Well, That's what everyone's been telling me. <laughs> okay. It's a, what is it, clothing apparel or like merchandise for young people or something? Yeah. So it, like it was founded in 1994, so I thought it'd be funny, like, you know, who was it founded by? Some dude. And I looked, he was like in his 30s when he founded it, so he wasn't very young at the time. It's just, a, it's a Spider-Man... Was it? It's a Spider-Man, the pin version. Is it exactly the same, or is it just the ramps that are the same? It's hard. It's hard to bring up a picture of Spider-Man Home Edition. What's it officially called? The pin two. The I pin two. I don't know. What What do you call it, Bruce? Pin two. Pin two. Pin two. Pin two. It is the pinball two. And they do so many jump cuts and all that. It's hard to see. Yes. Whole playfield because it's got all the the jump cut crap. Ah. It is it is the same playfield. Yep. Oh my gosh. Come on, do you Welcome. think they were going to come up with something new for that? Do you? <laughs> no. Well, when I, when I saw that when I saw that multi ball that captive ball that you have to kind of hit out and the drop targets, I was like, oh, they added some stuff and they just kind of left the ramps in there. And now I'm looking at the nope. picture and yeah, it is just a total which 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 makes sense. I was just I was oh, yeah. giving them a bit more credit than they deserved, I guess. But I don't know. I think it looks cool. Ish, I know it's kind of like offensive, you know, um, to some people in its minimalistic state. But um, how much I mean? do you think they're going to charge for it? Uh, I don't know. It, I well, let's make right. guesses. Let's make guesses. Okay, you guys go first. Okay, I'm thinking U.S. dollar because we can't go Australia. We'll be just talking millions of dollars right then and there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking nine thousand five hundred dollars. Really? If they're if they're getting fifty bucks for a brick, 
<laughs> what do you mean fifty dollars for a brick? They're actually selling bricks with the label. No, no, no. They're not uh, selling bricks. They sold bricks and they yes. sold out of them. They sold yes. out of bricks. And crowbars. Crowbars. <laughs> These guys run. They 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 kind of put their they they have fashion. You know, they have uh, clothes, but they also put their name on anything they can put their name on um, to sell it, uh, like crowbars, fire extinguishers, um, helmets, Gucci, spirits. Gucci boxes. You know, luggage pieces. Mason jars. Yep. Anything. Anything. Okay. So the, the and a, a ridiculous pricing. Yes. Like so, the was like three hundred dollars, wasn't it? No idea. They sold a yeah. brick for yeah about fifty dollars. It's just like a, a red clay brick, and it just has stamped on there "Supreme," and people bought it and, and it sold sold out. out. Hmm. So fifty dollars. Maybe it's maybe it's seventy five dollars since it'll be a stern Spider Man redo. I'll say ten thousand dollars. Okay, I said ninety five hundred. So what are you thinking, Ryan? Oh, well, I'm gonna price this right one of you guys and just go Ooh. one over a one and below in true uh, Jeff Tiola style. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ten thousand and one dollars, please. Wow! <laughs> Damn it! There's your winner right there. We don't know yet. We'll find out. Oh, that's a guaranteed win. <laughs> You've got a very small window there, Ron. Okay. You've got a, a I at least have five hundred dollars. I at least have five hundred dollars. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> So we'll I know see. there's a bit of news that you haven't even talked about, Ryan. Oh, what's that? Papa TV returns live this Friday. What is Papa TV? <laughs> what oh is Papa God. TV? Oh, my God. Oh, Papa TV. What, you mean like the, the tutorials? or? No, no, no. They used to actually have broadcasts with plays. And, you know, they used to have a weekly show where they would just basically stream games from the Papa facility. Mm-hmm. How, many, how many years ago was this? Oh, about... Two or three. Okay. Yes. It was back, uh, yeah, it's about two or three. That was before I was uh, consuming pinball content online. So, yeah. so it's Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Papa TV returns live. During this broadcast, we'll also be, also be conducting a charity auction to support our friends at Path of Play. Path of Play supports children with special needs and their families. During the Friday stream, we're going to play a few games at the Papa Collection. Unveil, unveil. Yeah, what am I? I can't even see tonight. During God the almighty. Friday stream, we're going to play <laughs> a few games out of the Papa Collection. Unveil some Pinberg banks. Talk about Pinberg changes for 2018, and show off our new head-to-head pinball concept. Ooh, mm. I, I had to put my glasses on. Okay, <laughs> that's okay, well, Bruce. I'll edit your all your screw ups out. Yes, I'm old. So have it, you been have you been drinking all the merchandise at the bar? Have you? I wish, God, I wish. <laughs> I have had two uh, rum and cokes tonight. So, mm. okay. so the auction, the charity auction, some of the items I would be interested, in, like the yeah, Pinberg banners. I assume it's like the years. banners they would hang from the rafters. Token sets, which I actually have an old token set. Uh, make your own Pinberg bank, which I found interesting. And win a Pinberg entry before they even go on sale. Sale. Yep. I like. Let's think of a Pinberg bank. Uh, Ryan, do you know what a Pinberg bank is? It's like, uh, yeah, it's a it's a group of pinball machines uh, in 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 sections. So there's going to be an EM, one solid state, and two DMDs. No, it could be either a solid state or it's mostly it's alphanumeric, but sometimes it could be an early DMD and then a later DMD. Oh, so there's just three in the bank, is there? No, there's four. So oh, it's, okay. it's EM, yeah. early solid state, 
alphanumeric slash early DMD, and then later DMD. Slash LCD, I guess. LCD, probably, too. So yeah. think of what you would want for your top, your four. Well, As in you the, 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 ga- the games that I dominate the most. Want, you want a bank. Okay. Yeah. The Ryan C. Bank. The Guaranteed the Victory uh, Bank. Right, I'm looking it okay, up. Run, run. What are you going to pick? I'm trying to think of the EM. I'm trying to think Doodle of the like... Doodlebug. <laughs> you know, I had a huge game on Doodlebug. I did. I, so I, I like Doodlebug. I did, and I, I do like Doodlebug. But you, you but, unless you... Mm, I don't think so. I will take the EM hot tip. Okay. That's a very fair one. Ryan, any EMs for you? The EM that I've probably played the most is uh, Centigrade 37 because a friend got that um, recently. I have no idea how to exploit the scores, but I, I know where the safe shots and the unsafe shots are, so okay. um, I'll choose that. Solid state, early. Well, how about you, Bruce? Me? I'm going to, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to pick a game that's not at Pinburg, but I think it would be great to have in a bank. Stargazer. That's not an EM. No, I already picked my EM. What was your EM? I said Doodlebug. Oh, no, I thought I was... Oh, so that was your picking. That was my pick. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus Christ, I said it what first. Mean, Jesus Christ, you're there, pick one, Ron, and then you're there, Doodlebug. I said Doodlebug. Uh, so, yeah, that would that would be a good one, but I don't want to yeah. pick that. I want to pick this. Oh, okay. More Bruce fun. See how much he edits? Uh, no, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> That's you, what I'm you, you can decide for yourself what the hell you thought Bruce said there. Um, early solid state. Hmm. I am picking Stargazer. Okay. Let's see. So I'm trying to think of something I play well. And I, I'm trying to pick something different than what you're picking. Stars? I was thinking of stars. I was or thinking cheetah. of stars. Ah, oh, Cheetah. Yeah, sure. We'll go with Cheetah. Right. Ryan, early solid state. Uh, I'm going to show just how much I know about solid states here. <laughs> right. Um. Okay, I've got. I've only got one at home, so I'll choose uh, the sea slut. Um, oh, there you go, sea witch. You cannot beat sea witch at all. Done. Done. <laughs> so uh, we now have alphanumeric slash early DMD. How? Okay, what's an early DMD? Like what? What? I would say up to like the ninety two, ninety three, ninety. Oh, I think even ninety four like... goes. Ninety four even goes because I think Guns N' Roses is in that sometimes too. Okay. So would you like my pick? Since it is my pick, Black Knight 2000. I want the longest God, pinball. Yeah, that'll be pulled. That'll be the longest playing. Oh, God, no. But it's for me. It's for me. Roller games. There you go. <laughs> Marty would approve. Go for the wall, baby. Go for the wall. I would choose Creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay. Good pick. All right. Very good pick. And now later DMD. I'm going to throw you all off, boys. I was looking at one tonight. High Roller Casino. Oh, God, that again. Yeah, baby. How's that throw us off? You've already said you love that game. No, but in a bank. <laughs> in Pinburg. So imagine my bank. I played that in a bank in Pinburg. I know, but with all my great picks, it'd be like the game. It'd be like the hour and a half long bank. Maybe two hours. That's true. Uh, let's see. I would pick ACDC. This is where I could pick like ten or twenty different ones that I think I'm I'm generally 
better than, than my friends at these games. But um, I would probably choose The Hobbit simply because so many people hate it that I think... <laughs> yes. Well, well, like you guys have said that you, you hate it, but it's more like you don't know the rules. You just hate the way it shoots, so you, don't, you haven't bothered to learn the rules. Yeah, I hate the so way it shoots, I, yeah. I, yeah, so I think I have a... Because I understand yeah, the rules back to front, I've got a, a massive advantage on that game compared to other people. So we're going to ask people on our Facebook page, what would be your perfect Papa Bank for yourself? Pinberg, Pinberg Bank. Bank. Pinberg Bank, sorry. I love Papa how we both corrected him simultaneously. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Papa. Well, it is Papa, because it's Papa TV. Oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> it's right. Pinberg always Bank. Right. No one calls always it a Papa right. Bank. Yeah, you're always okay. right. I'm always right. Okay. When you're wrong. Okay. You're always right. Yeah, baby. So I'll put that on our Facebook, and we'll be ready to go. So you guys getting Keith Elwin on as soon as uh, that new machine is released by him, or what's no? The we're not, we don't talk. We're not going to talk about Stern. I've already offered to to have Keith have a final edit if he would like. What's he going to talk about then? Isn't is, isn't Stern his life now? No, it, it, it is his <laughs> life. Come on, he, but but he's the one. He's the one. There's so much more to talk about with tournaments, his favorite games. We want to get be inside the mind of the one. <laughs> we want to ask him, how about his kangaroo sack uh, coin purse that he got from Martin? <laughs> He's like, I, I chucked it in the bin five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the garbage at Indisc. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, des- I have d- design questions I want to ask him. Are you allowed to ask that since that's kind of what he's doing at Stern? No. But no, no ask him prior designs. Like, no, oh, yeah. no I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, no. I, I want to ask, I want to get in the head of a designer. Like, we, we've just acquired this theme. What things, some of the first things you're thinking of? How many buttons to have? That, well, that no. too. No. And I already no. have my, my dream theme, which will never happen. But like, if you had this, like, what would be on the play field? What would you feel has to be on the play field? Yeah, it's bloody hard. I think people, uh, the pinball market is quite fickle as well with what they like and what they what they don't like. And the things kind of go in waves. Like you, you were talking about how you were listening to us talk to Eric Minier about the, um, you know, the multipliers and things like that. And you just zoned out because it's just, you know, when things get too too complicated, you just don't, you know, you don't want to learn it because your brain can only hold so, so much information. And um Maybe that's why so many competitive pinball players have gravitated towards TNA because, you know, you understand the rules pretty quickly. So are we going to see a mixed bag of pinball machines moving forward or, or people are going to concentrate now on making things a little bit more simpler? Do they make them simple like, you know, Aerosmith or something that people complain that it's not deep enough? I don't know. It's hard to please the market, right? Everyone's uh, You can't please to anybody. And <laughs> people will complain regardless. But since you mentioned Eric, and, and how did you say his last name? Minier. Okay, there we go. See, finally had someone say it, because I, I can never say They're going to be doing, and that's Jersey Jack, they're going to be doing a stream this Wednesday. Good segue. Yes, huh? Good segue. yes. See? <laughs> See, he's fitting right in. He's ready to make us the gold standard, I'll tell you. Yes, we are gold, baby. This is the first stream, right? The first stream directly from a manufacturer? Yes. Yeah, I guess if you yeah buy the actual manufacturer, the actual not an manufacturer, outside. Yeah. Yes. The interesting thing to me is they're doing it Wednesday at 3 p.m. 
<laughs> when people are working. When people are okay, so you had the same thought I did. I'm like, well, they think people are going to be sitting at work watching Twitch, which is probably blocked wherever they work, because you know, I know it's blocked where I work. You can't watch streaming stuff. You can unblock it. You uh, you work in IT. Actually, I'm the guy who does the filter, so yes, I could unlock it. But, <laughs> but uh, no, see, we, we need that bandwidth for business, Bruce. But uh, yeah, the business of making you happy while you're at work, perfect. Exactly. I don't, I don't get that. They should have done it at least two hours later. Because even when they do the stern ones, they're usually like at five or six central. I think it's usually five central. So at least in that time zone in Eastern, they're out of work by then. Because I don't. I don't know. It's just because it's the, a, it's the, a, replay, it, the replay will be up. Right? Yeah, and yeah. But the thing is, it's it. Twitch, so it's meant to be interactive. It's like you have the designer and the programmers there. You you can you know you can pick their brain, ask them questions, but that's only going to be the live broadcast. So I I don't know. Okay. Do you want me to ask some questions for you, Ron, on on your behalf? I'll get up early because it'll be at like uh, seven a.m. for me here. I can uh, give me your questions. You know about the the million multipliers and and all the yeah. That's possibility. the thing. Like I would never ask questions because it's like I just well, want to. What are you complaining about? I, I know a lot of people would want to ask questions. I'm just saying okay. I'm, I'm not not complaining. It's <laughs> it's good that they're doing this. I I think it's cool that they're going to have the programmer and the designer right there. I I need to play it more. I want to play it again. I enjoy playing it at uh, Expo. Yep. And I'll enjoy playing it Texas. I I hope they get it on a good circuit. So we actually have power on, like, at Expo, where they had the flippers cranked up to full power and they were still weak. Oh, wow. Yeah. It it depends. When you're at Expo, it depends what part of the um, the hall you're in, it seems, like, how much power okay. you get. Because when they had the game in the seminar room, it was fine. But when they moved it into the hall, it just it was underpowered. How about Texas? Does Texas have the same issue? I've never had issues in Texas playing any game as far as power is concerned. So hopefully yeah. not. That's right. You've never been to Texas. I've never hardly been anywhere in the U.S. I mean, w- when I went last time, I went to Chicago, and then I, I came back home. I didn't do anything. So, um, Well, you're, you're I, doing I like a whole of tour US. of the U.S., aren't you? You're, what, what, you're going to, let's see, Vegas first? Yeah, I stuffed up my dates, and I'm – I was meant to start kind of in Canada and I was going to drive down and visit you guys. And, um, but I've got a, a wedding. Um, so the, the day after the wedding, I'm jumping on a plane early in the morning and I'm, I stuffed up and I'm spending like five nights in Vegas, which I've been told is way too much. Time. Way too long. Oh my God. You're going to be ready to kill somebody. And then only three days in New York. So I think I should have like swapped the dates around, but I'm not sure if I can, uh, I bought one of those El Cheapo, you know, you can't, modify your ticket tickets so um i'm not sure if i can change it without getting heavily penalized flying into texas and then after texas new york and then flying to toronto mainly to see the niagara falls but i i might say hi to jeff Tielis on the way as well when I'm, I'm only spending a day and a half or two days in um toronto so bit of bit of a fail on my planning part but i'm just horrible planning trips Fail, man. You, you could have played dialed in. I had it all ready for you. I, I was making sure it was ready to go. Everything was tuned in because I, I thought Ryan C. was going to play it. And now, oh, well. Next time. Next time. Fail. <laughs> well, there'll be dialed ins there at the show, I'm sure. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll play you on that. That'll be a fair game, right? There you go. 
and undialed in, dialed in. <laughs> and I dialed in, dialed in. You, you never know. There was a lot of high end shit at the okay. at this tournament. At this tournament, at this show. Are you are you playing in the tournament at all? Because I know that was pre register. So I got an email from Colin McAlpine saying, "Don't hold your breath. Um, you're like 50 plus on the list on the okay. list." So. Out. Well, you'll be 49 because I dropped out today. Woohoo! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Damn! Take that, Bruce. No, Whoa. Um, it, I, I didn't really know. I, I thought, you know, I've seen before at different expos and people talk about it that, you know, people kind of don't get this, to experience the expo because they're stuck in the tournament. But I didn't realize that the format of this tournament kind of lets you just kind of put in your 20 games, I think it is, and then, you know, whenever you want. And then if you play the finals, you play the finals. If you don't, you don't. So I don't think it's going to take up too much uh, too much time, but yeah, I'm I'm not going to be on that list. It's it's maxed out, I think. Plus, I believe it uses the whole the Carl D'Angelo system and the queue. You could queue yourself up and go other places before you're up. But I I thought I heard they were going to have a Classics Bank too. Yep, he said you can uh, the Classics Bank opens everyone. So, um, but you hate older games. Yeah, I don't I don't know enough of them. It's so hard. You guys take it for granted because it's, you've been in pinball for so long that all of that information is stored in your head. Whereas, like, I'm still, I haven't gone through all of the 90s games yet. I've still got a couple to knock off the list. Um, I haven't owned all of them yet. So, and it's not like I can just go somewhere local or, or jump on a plane and play a collection of 500 games in Banning or, or that doesn't exist in Australia. So, if I want to play all these games, how am I going to play them? You maybe need to make your own place like I did and suffer like I did. I mean, and, and drive, yourself, drive yourself batty because you don't get much sleep. Yes, you'll love it. It's hard, man. Um, even one of the places that I had my Circus Voltaire, when I took it out from there, he mentioned that he's going to kind of close down the place. And it wasn't like your setup, Bruce, where he opened up a bar. It was kind of an existing pub and he just kind of like themed the upstairs and he spent kind of a lot of money with artists on the wall and promotion and stuff like that. But it, it, it kind of didn't do as well as what he thought it would do. So, and that's where my favorite kind of like monthly tournament was being held. So it's hard, it's hard work. I think uh, what you're doing, Bruce, and uh, I'm sure you're, you're in and, and spending money is, is harder than probably keeping the machines up and running. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sunday we had a little issue with the, uh, the compressor on our beer cooler took a dump. So there I am running out and getting 20 bags of ice to keep the cooler cold. Wow. Yeah, and the ice maker and everything else. We threw all of our ice in the ice maker, and it got it kept it kept the cooler running until the next, you know, kept it cold enough until the next day. Yeah. That was my very, fun. On. You're very brave, Bruce, for, for doing it. Hats off to you. Brave uh, is not the word I, I come to mind. I call it uh, crazy. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the tour of Texas. Don't worry. I'll let you know what games are good and which ones suck. Yeah, I'll just share the exact, the exact same opinion as you, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Rojo sucks. <laughs> Batman's the best. Batman's the worst. I mean, Batman's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got that. Yes, yes. So, well, I'll tell you which games I think suck, and and, and I'll give you reasons, but you can decide for yourself. Okay. So, there's anything you want to plug besides your great show, sir? I didn't know how yes. long. Stay on as long yeah. as you want. You could tell us when you want to eject. 
I want to. I want to be the judge in that thing. Or have you got someone else for that? Oh, oh, oh he, he wants to judge. Oh, judge, we can then go right to face off. Can you? Wow. Okay. Can you? Can you rig it though? So it's like the like a D and D era. Yeah, era. we're gonna have to do that because otherwise, I mean, he's probably never even played a strange science or any of your shit games. That hey, covers. I've I've had strange science. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Fucking sucks. Oh, okay, <laughs> we definitely can't use that. It's just, it's just multiple. It's just five X in multiple, and that's it. So if you're not in multiple, the whole game is useless. There. I know Strange Science. <laughs> well, why don't we... Well, no, why don't we do their game? What? Was it oh, the top 100? There you go. We <laughs> get to the from them. Let's go. Slam the top 100. Do you want me to generate some number for, <laughs> numbers yes. for you? <laughs> generate some numbers for us. Well, what do we have to do here? I, we have to find the pin side top 100. Oh, yeah, here we go. Which... Top 100. Well, it's right okay. on the top. Yeah. Okay. Ready? And okay, what, here we go. Who's getting the first number? Hey, Google. How are you going? Bruce, you get the first number. Okay. Please generate a number from 1 to 100 for me. All right. 96. Oh, shit. <laughs> 96. Oh, that's good. Who done it? Who done it? Okay. All right. And Ron, please generate a number from 1 to 100 for me. Super delayed. 77. Johnny Mnemonic. That boy, she likes that number. She did the same number for you. <laughs> I so can generate have... another one. You can, you can oh, see no, that. no, this is perfect because then, so now Ron in the Slam uh, 100 off, you get to go one minute. <laughs> I... Slam 100 <laughs> off. I thought it was like 30 seconds. No, it's one minute. You get to talk about your thing, and then you get a rebuttal for 30 seconds after the other person. Since I know how to steal good, good, uh, good new things, you know. <laughs> what what are we supposed to do again? You're supposed to build up yours. So, yeah. So I'll give you thirty seconds, Ron. You talk about how cool Johnny Mnemonic is, all right? And then it's uh, it's Bruce's turn. He talks about how cool uh, Who It is, and then after the first thirty seconds are up for each of you, you have another thirty seconds, Ron, and you can choose to either bag out uh, Who Done It. Or talk more about how cool Johnny Munich is, and then it jumps to Bruce, and he gets to do the same thing. Cool. So you're first, All Ron. Right. You'll get the timer up. Yeah. Johnny Mnemonic, a flow fest, just a totally hooked up play field with this major flow and loops and the cool Yakuza strike payback time thing going on. The awesome glove that is extremely reliable on location and that great spinner rule set where it's just, it's, it's lit for like unbelievable amounts of points, great artwork. And it's got Keanu Reeves in it. Wow. Exactly. 30 seconds. Perfect. Okay. Bruce, you ready? Yep. Set. Go. Who done it? Barry Ausler's finest game ever. Great flow, slot machine on there. You get it. You get to pick who done it. Great theme, rocking game, ramps, pop bumpers, <laughs> a phone. You get a phone also. Not no freaking dialed in phone. This is a real phone, and uh, great theme, great sounds, rocking all the way. He's allowed five seconds, Bruce. Gold standard. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
That should win it already. That should, I, I should just win that right now automatically. <laughs> well, you said you're the gold standard, so it must be true, right? It must be. I'm, okay. the re I'm ready for rebuttal. <laughs> okay, ready, set, go. Okay, who done it with a ridiculous rule set that no one understands? No one knows how to pick any of the suspects. This convoluted. Nobody gets it unless someone tells them what to do. Humongous center ramp. That's unmissable. Extremely long ball times. Just did I mention the convoluted rule set? Substandard art package. I'm um, trying to think of something else. That's it. That's it. Okay. You ready, Bruce? Yes, sir. Slam him. Go. Rebuttal time. Here we go. Hand sucks. Always broken. Never fucking works ever. I don't need a crazy Bob uh, freaking shot in a freaking non-Pat Lawler game. Go scratch it. The only thing good about that game is Yuzuka. That's it. Flow fast my ass. It's just too fast sometimes. <laughs> Suck it. I'm the gold standard. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Sabres. I love Canada. <laughs> you know what the title of this episode is going to be? Oh, yes. The gold standard. <laughs> the gold standard. <laughs> so now we'll have to put up a uh, poll for this yes. and see and go by what we say is the best. Who done it? Wow. You got you guys definitely know more about the games than we do. Martin's, <laughs> Martin's uh, you know, he said, Johnny Mike is really fast and it has Keanu Reeves. what he said for an entire minute. So uh, I know, it was bad, but it was funny. <laughs> pretty good running, Bruce. Hey, I like this stealing bit stuff. What, who else can we steal from? This is good. <laughs> this is good. I like that. What can, we steal from, what can we steal from Parsons now? Come on, Jeff. What can we steal from Jeff Parsons? Top five. Top five. <laughs> Top, Top five. five, yeah. We just steal everyone else's stuff. That's our whole What's gimmick. The, okay, here we go. Top five podcasts out there for pinball. <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't even, don't. No, stop. Stop yep, the yep. pain. Oh, go for it. Stop the pain. Canada, 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 Canada. According to Canada, it's just human that's on five. He's the only one. He's the only one out there. Done. Okay, let's do it. Let's do a top five, right? Okay. Favorite call outs because like, we've done this before and it was like absolutely hilarious. Okay, so I'm gonna go Ron, Bruce, Ron, Bruce, Ron. So you're gonna do number five, Ron, and then Bruce you do number four, three, two, one. You ready? So good or bad or even sarcastic, we can even do that. So. Anything. Right? Yep. I just want to hear awesome call-outs. So run, top five uh, pinball call-outs, number five. Go for it. Super jackpot! <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was number five. Bruce, yes. number four. Jackpot! Jackpot! <laughs> jackpot! Jackpot! <laughs> Is that 24? 24. I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, it is. Of course it is. Chloe. She's great. Yeah, she's great. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. All right. Number three, run. Go! There you go. Nice. Look <laughs> up soccer. Look up soccer. Nice. Bruce? Super jackpot, baby! <laughs> it's O, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, baby! <laughs> What was that? That's, that could have been uh, Monster Bash. Monster yes, Bash. Was, yes. Super Jackpot, baby. Yep. Super Jackpot, baby. Baby! All right, Ron, bring it home. I, I hope you save one for number one. 
Uh, just picture playing No Fear and you've hit the loop about 20 times. Uh, uh, and that's what you'll hear. I've never, I've never done that. I've got a couple of combos, but how many, how many times in a row do you have to hit it for him to just scream like that? Let's put it this way. I seen Keith Ellen play it once where he just kept hitting the, the loop continuously for two or three minutes, and literally all you hear is skulls just screaming. <laughs> ah, ah. It's, like, it's like the Sylvester Stallone uh, yep. call in Demo ah. Man. It's just stuck. <laughs> So, okay, how, so how we'll good go- is Steve Ritchie callouts? I mean, I can't wait if if there is actually a um, an original game from him. I, I hope it's him doing the callouts and he just has absolute free reign over saying anything he wants. And it's just the most hardcore version, like ACDC, how it has that adjustment where he's like, "You suck," and you can adjust that in the menu to turn that off. I just want him to just there's absolutely a f bomb in ACDC. Yes, there is. is there? Yeah. And the only reason I know that is because in Pinball Browser you could see all the the sound clips. There's there's two there's oh, there's two with swearing. There's the holy shit you shook me. That's that's <laughs> one of them. And the other one is uh oh fuck up. Uh, when does that happen? I don't know. It's Probably in Pinball told. Browser. The clip's in there, so I don't know when that happens, but it's in there. I've never heard it. Have you heard? There's a weird one. Um, my mate has an Indy 500, and uh, when we're at Expo, he saw Dennis Norman there, and he walked up to him. He's like, "Ah, oh, you know, what's that deal about that callout that goes on? Like, I can never reproduce it, but I've heard it twice. Where he, I can't remember what it was. I'm going to stuff this bit up, but it's something like you dickheads or or something like that. And Dennis Norman was like, "What? I didn't put that in there. <laughs> he had like no idea. And um, so he walked away. And then my friend Googled it and found like an RGP post about it. He's like, oh, I have no idea. I didn't even know that was in there. Have mm. you guys ever heard of some weird call-out in Indy 500? Not Indy, but I've heard the one for uh, Whitewater, Once in a Blue Moon, when it says, get the extra ball, and once in a while it says, you wiener? You wiener. <laughs> you wiener. Once in a, like, every, like, 100, you'll hear that. See, my, my favorite ACDC call-out is one me and Bruce could appreciate, the You Are Champion one. You Are Champion. Which is from, yeah, Black Knight 2000. Every once in a while, I get when you get your high score, you are champion. Nineties games are full of those kind of callouts that you only hear every every once in a while. Well, maybe maybe because you need to kind of be good and and get deep into the game to get them. But um, there's one that I hardly ever hear on uh, Attack from Mars, where I think if you're playing uh, Total Annihilation and you kill enough of them, or maybe it's the Martian um, attack multiple thing. The girl says, I really enjoy killing these Martians. Martians, like yeah, that's Mar- Martian multiball. Yeah. When okay. you get like 30 or 20 or 30 in a, you know, a good clip, you know, I really love killing these Martians in a multiball. There's so many good clips in that game. It's yeah, like, yeah, there again. is. <laughs> or when you shoot, shoot three out of the four Martians and the one that's still left is like, oh, no, no. <laughs> or, he goes, or if you just miss him, he goes, ha, ha, you know, he jumps <laughs> yeah. up and it bounces. Love it. God, oh, it's great such coding a good with that. game. There's there's a mystery award that I think I've played a, a couple of like I've probably played at least 500 games in my on my attack from Mars and it's only ever happened once where I hit the um, scoop to give you the mystery awards and it's that um it's like a hurry up. But this, oh, this for the Martians? One. Yeah, but no, not all of them, just one of them. Yes, you have to hit the Martian. Yes. Yeah, it, I'm not sure if it's the ROM that I'm on or, or, or something. It's not a home ROM or anything. I don't think there no. is one for AM, but yeah, there um, is. It hardly, there is yeah. a home ROM. Okay. But it's not on the home ROM. It's also on the regular ROM. It is there. So it is. Uh, you hit the one Martian that pops up. So that's got to be it, n- knowing what how what you like about callouts. You you like really like like strong energetic. call energetic callouts. So how how you 
What do you think of like the TNA callouts then? Yeah, I think the game is so exciting that it doesn't need it. I wish there was a pinball browser or, or something because I know I know the pinball browser now supports spooky games, so you can modify the code, I believe. But because this is a PROC system, um, it, it's locked. And um, I've asked Scott for, for access really early on before I was going to possibly order. And he said uh, for warranty reasons, like um, they can't give you access to it. I'm guessing it's something to do with, you know, their deal with PROC that they can't let everyone know how to unlock the codes and then kind of mess around with it. And then maybe it bricks the, the system or, or maybe they just don't want people messing around with it full stop. So. I just got a message from my friend, sorry, to go back to what I was saying, because I just messaged him and asked him what the uh, call-out was. And I think it was something like, go for the turbo, you wanker. <laughs> Classic. Wait a minute, do they have any so, Australians working that there? that exists. Uh, well, there's Cameron Silver, who... Um, yes, there you go. But he joined around Scared Stiff. So in what year was Indy 500? Yeah, 95. Yeah, it was around the same time. Wow. Yeah, okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that was right at the tail end of uh, right before WPC 95. Because that mm. still has, yeah, that has artwork in the, um, the display. In the back, in the display. Yeah. Yep. Here we go. I, I've Googled it, and it's um, shoot the blinking light, you wanker. <laughs> nice. So that, that, that exists somewhere in the firmware, and it did die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Anyway. Don't forget, we have World Poker Tour now. That we've realized that now says, "Oh my, he's on the clock." <laughs> it says, "Oh my, oh, okay." See, fun stuff with "Oh my, oh my." That was a nice little discussion of callouts. I love callouts. It's the best. It's the best, best part of pinball. People that play. That's why I love. Sorry to cut you off, Ron. I love um, watching tournament players now. I'm enjoying a lot more than than normal, but. To watch someone play pinball without sound, like there's a massive disconnect for me because I can't, I can feel excited by, like I have to fill in the blanks of like what the machine's doing. Like when Martin was at Indisc and he was, you know, he's on his last ball and he had to beat that guy at, at Metallica, you know, I really wish I could hear the music, you know, the crank it up, you know, when he got the jackpots, but you have to kind of fill in those blanks. And, and that's what's so good about like Carl D'Angelo's stream. You can't hear the clack, clack, clacking of the pinball machine. You can just pretty much, he's got direct audio feed, and you can really kind of get involved with the, with the stream. You are dialed in. <laughs> yeah. so you, know that's, who, you know that's Eric Meunier, right? That says, uh, we've uh, recorded a problem with your phone. Please return it to our store or something like that. I didn't know that. Oh, no. I didn't know that. That's Eric Meunier, the guy's cool. name that you can't pronounce. There you go. <laughs> Woohoo! So, what can we, so who can we steal from uh, Pinball Profile now? Oh, God. Okay. How many people are we going to steal from? Okay. What, Everyone. What we... We're going for the steal episode. Hey, God, Bubba, where like are you, Bubba? Bubba, get off me. Get off me, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. I'm Ron Hallett. There. <laughs> you know hey, for, for Jeff Tiller, so you know what you should do? We should do a little segment and um, just edit it so that it seems like when you ask a really hard, difficult question, the person answers immediately. Like, so what are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing something really good. Oh, okay. There's like, it's edited perfectly, so there's like no time wasted in between any, uh, any conversation. That's the only way you can copy, copy Jeff Dialis, because he's so diverse. Well, then uh, we already do that, because I pretty okay. much do that already. <laughs> yeah, I hate, we do. I hate just dead air. Dead air means okay. <laughs> dead air means bored listeners to me. Okay. 
See? See what we did right there? That was dead air. <laughs> dead air. We love it. <laughs> no, we don't. Dead air is evil. Okay, so who else can we steal from? That flipping podcast. What can we do for that flipping podcast? And the Buffalo guys. We how do we we gotta yeah. get on Twitch now. Well to be this flipping <laughs> podcast, we can just have a three and a half hour podcast. That will rip them off. Yes. Uh to rip Buffalo, off Buffalo. We, to we gotta get on Twitch and yeah, broadcast yeah, we gotta live. We got get Twitch and broadcast live and to and take questions. Let's review a game and give it a score out of ten. Okay. Ooh, Let's do that. That's right. They have different categories though. I don't remember yes. what they are at the top of my head. Uh zero to two burn it. Well, no, but they had different categories of the, you know, sound and oh, yeah. whatever, art Let's or go to whatever. Pinball. They have a, they have a thing. They have a thing. They do. Wow, this is the all rip off episode. It is going to be the all rip off. So after okay, all this time okay. trying to be <laughs> yeah. original, and now we're just going to rip everyone. We're just going to rip everyone off for the wow. first time. All my work down the toilet. Thanks, Bruce. How about in the shitter? The episode should be called Ripping Off is the New Gold Standard. It is the new gold standard. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Have you, have you ripped off Nate yet? Five fast thoughts? Ooh. Ooh. Well, we did try we... to because we were off for like a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, so we did actually. We copied him that way. We copied him that way. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. <laughs> okay, so uh, the key, the scoring key, they do for the first thing. Yeah, uh, we're going to do this. Jesus Christ. Three to five, an expensive nightlight. Six to eight, solid game, and nine to ten, buy it. So, what game are we going to review? Let's go back to the top one hundred and pick a game. Should I generate a Google? Yes, Google. We need to generate this. Please generate a number for me from one to one hundred. Okay. Seventy, I'm gonna laugh. Sixty-nine. Oh, hi. <laughs> no way! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, knows us all too well, doesn't it? <laughs> You're not kidding me, butthead. <laughs> oh God, sixty-nine Doctor is Doctor Who, a game that I know Ryan C knows. Yes, he does. I know he knows this. Okay. So let's go to the whole podcast. Uh, I can't believe we're actually doing it. <laughs> okay, so zero to two is burn it. Three to five is an expensive nightlight. Six to eight is a solid game, and nine to ten is buy it. They go by uh, they go by dots. They go by lighting. They go by rules. All right, just let's go one by one quickly. So uh, dots, dots. I uh, give it a seven. You know, not not that bad, not that great. You know, I think it could be improved definitely. What about you guys? Uh, I'll go with seven, what Bruce said. I'll go with eight simply because there's a lot of moving stuff in the background, which is just like extra effort on their behalf. So I'll give it an eight. Lights? Hey, we have to, we have, do we have to judge it based off like all the games that were out at that time? Yeah, I would. I mean, you can't judge it against like Dialed In or TNA or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, it doesn't even have color changing RGB lights. It sucks. <laughs> you, you can't really do that for the time. Okay, I'd give that about a seven. Yeah, I, you wouldn't really you, exciting. Yeah, you wouldn't look at it at the time and say, "Wow, the light show on this is incredible." There's a um, there's a flasher underneath, uh, kind of like along that that loop, um, mm-hmm. the return. And uh, I changed it to an LED <laughs> flasher by mistake, and it lights up the entire playfield. I think yeah, when the re- it, 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 it flashes when the repair targets are lit or something, it just blinds you. But that wasn't in there originally, so I'll give it I'll give it a seven, I guess. It's uh, nothing special, but nothing offensive. 
Toys. Ooh. Oh, this yeah. is a hard one because you know I got to give it a nine. It's I got to give it a nine too. It's nine got the time expander. That thing alone is insane. Yeah, except for when you got to work on it. Exactly. That's how you know it's cool. <laughs> I had yeah, exactly. I actually didn't know how it was working, and I just kind of left it there, and I didn't want to take it apart. And then when one of the uh, optos went out, I had to take the entire thing apart. It was some dodgy soldering on there that someone did, and. It's amazing how the thing works, especially with when it drops down and back up to reset the um, the targets, the uh, the Dalek t- targets. So, yep. um, like using the magnets, I would put it up there, like possibly second only. Maybe I'm not thinking about the machines, but second only to Medieval Madness in like an all-in-one mech. You yeah. know, you think about Medieval Madness. You know, um, the lock shot, the upper playfield shot. Um, it's it's his all-in-one thing, and uh, Doctor Who has to be up there. So I'll, I'll give it. I'm going to give it a nine out of ten because it's the only one there, I guess, and there isn't anything else. Well, don't forget the Dal- if you get a prototype, the Dalek head moving also is another. Big That's plus. right. So if you're going for that, uh, what else do we have? Rules. Rules. I do love the Sonic Boom. I do love the Who Who order. You know, if you go, you know, the WHO. But. Uh, it's just, you know, maybe a 7.5 for me on the rules. It's a one-dimensional game. I'll give it another 7. Too many video modes. Well, it is kind of the same video the, the mode. The same just video different, mode, yeah. Different yeah. Just levels different of it. levels of, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a game that I really thought I was just going to have for a couple of weeks and get rid of it, but I guess it's because I haven't mastered it yet. I, I'm sure I'm just kind of like one game away from saying, ah, is, is that all there is? I kind of got to the end. Like, I still haven't. Well, who's the emperor? The you know the Davros or something. I still haven't um, defeated him properly, which I know is probably super easy. But I don't know. It's one of the only games that has character choice at the start, kind of what they're doing these days. But that was back in the nineties. So that was. Is it, are there any other games that did that, like D and D games in the nineties, where you could choose perks before you start? Not really? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it's very Game of Thrones esque in that yeah, you each have different powers or make different things easier. And how many games have a multiplier that you build up and then it slowly dials down? Is that something unique as well for the nineties? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So uh, you got to give it some points for uniqueness. But, yeah, um, but it's still one dimensional. Most tournament players, all they do is just Sonic Boom, sure. root, ramp, ramp, loop, loop, loop. Yeah. Just, so my my level of play isn't that great, so I'll, I'll give it a, a 7 out of 10 as well. Okay. So overall, 0 to 2 burn else? it. Is I don't know. Art? Artwork, artwork, you know, the artwork. What do you think of the artwork? Nothing memorable. The, well, there's that, there's that girl on the play for that looks like um, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's like a grandma. It's like the, it, how many pins are there with a grandma on the play field? Well, the Golden Girls will be it, so I cannot wait for that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so it's got to be a plus one on that scale. If you're going to count that, you know, it's a plus one if it's going to match the Golden Girl level. I'll give it a uh, six. Yeah, it's 6.5 for me. Ron? Six. I guess. Okay, so I think we get zero to two burn it, three to five expensive nightlight, six to eight solid game, or a nine to ten buy it. I will give it a seven. I'll get a 7.25. I'm going to be a little higher than Ron. Well, I added all mine up and divided by 5, and I got 7.4. <laughs> there you go. So we give it a solid game. 
And thank you for listening to Buffalo Pinball. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to all our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> oh, who else can we take off now? Come on. <laughs> That's everyone, isn't it? No? Who else is there? Hey, you got to get in a car and start driving and do the Canadian Pinball Podcast. <laughs> Pick up a game. We can do the Eclectors Gamers podcast and do a, 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 a bracket elimination. No, that would take weeks. I think we're done. I think we ripped off enough people. <laughs> yes. I, I agree. We you, ripped. You, guys, you guys have, not me. I'm just a guest. You are actually part of the head-to-head, so you're just following the tradition. That's oh! Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. You guys do really well. You guys kick ass. It's been so- surprising. I mean, we, we said it before, but we... Uh, listen to you guys and wanted to do something similar for the Australian community. But looking at our numbers now, there's more people in the US listening to us than in Australia. So we can't, we feel like we can't, we still need to service the Australian community, but wow. um, we kind of, uh, we have to be more of a, a global podcast, which is why we have to steal a few guys more and more. So do you, do you get listeners that complain like you, you, all you talk about is these comps in Australia. We don't care. I almost want more people to complain so at least we know what people want because, uh, yeah, not, not too much negative feedback. But I don't know if people like super long podcasts, but, we, you know, if people don't tell us, then we just have to keep on doing what we like doing, I guess. We get plenty of negative feedback. I love it. <laughs> it's all Bruce's fault, right? <laughs> it is, actually. For, pretty much, yeah, I've, actually. I've, I've got to say, I've got to say, okay, I've mentioned this to Bruce. The mm-hmm. first time you guys had Zach on, um, I didn't find him quite funny because I didn't know if he was a guy doing a bit or if that was really his kind of like the way he talks and everything. The second time he was on, I laughed so much at all of it. Everything he said was hilarious. Like uh, when he was bagging Spider-Man, you guys had no comeback. And he did the exact same thing that I did when he was watching um, Star Trek and he said, uh, I was like, oh, wow, I was watching this. And the Beastie Boys came on. I'm like, you know, what, what, what's this? I looked it up. Oh, Beastie Boys. And I was like, ah, oh, no, it's their only good song, and that's it. And I did the exact same thing because I was like, oh, man, this song rocks. This is the Beastie Boys. How come I don't listen to this stuff? And I started listening to the other stuff, and I was like, no, I'm with you, Zach. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you hear Zach on uh, Jeff Teolis' last, latest one? Yes, and apparently some of that was cut out. Yes, <laughs> some of it was a little cut out. Just a little bit. Let's not let's not go there because um, no, guess, we're not going there. But it was very funny. Let's just say. Are we going to introduce him now? As like this is Zach, the most hated man in podcasting. Yes. <laughs> you got to be careful. He might get his own podcast, right? Well, we're trying. I, I want him to stream more so people can just like bash him. Run. Why don't you talk to people when you stream? Every time I, I jump on your stream, I try and talk to you, but you, you just you just play pinball. How dare you just play pinball on a pinball stream? Uh, well, you know, my my idea is to create the character. I think I talked about this before, the, the streamer character. Yes. He would definitely talk to the audience, but it might not be in the most pleasant way. Who knows? Have you done that yet? Because I've been wanting you to do the... Uh, what did you say? You're going to do Steve Irwin, right? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was thinking more of the uh, Dr. Disrespect type character for, <laughs> okay. for pinball. He's like, the, he's the greatest pinball player you've never heard of. Okay. He's, been, he's been playing since the 70s. There's, there's an Australian guy that jumps on Marty's stream every once in a while that does that, um, and he calls himself the Great Wankerini, and he's uh, like a failed... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if you've seen it. He's a failed magi- he's a failed magician, so he rocks up in like full costume with like a magic hat, a cape, and a draw on, a draw on moustache, and he just cracks horrible jokes and does horrible um, magic tricks while he plays on Mighty Stream. <laughs> the great Wankerini. <laughs> I think when we do our first Twitch feed, that's what we'll have to do. You know, we'll have to dress up in our own characters. Well, my my character, he's going to be. Uh, he won the 1978 Playboy launch party. <laughs> at the Playboy Mansion, because you know that's how they rolled back in the seventies, man. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, and he's going to do karaoke. He's going to have pinball karaoke. <laughs> yeah, he's, we're going to have karaoke segments. He's going to play the drums, show, showing he's multi-talented. Okay, that's my idea. But if I do that, there will be we won't be able to do weekly podcasts because that's going to take a lot of time to do this. <laughs> Yikes! It's a lot of effort for a small amount of people, isn't it? It like, is it's crazy. It's it crazy to l- see like a, a female playing like World of Warcraft or, or something and having like this is thirty thousand people watching her. Yeah, Doctor Disrespect <laughs> got for his comeback stream, he had three hundred and ninety plus thousand people watching at one point. Wow. And you're like, you know, the Papa World Championships have what, a couple hundred? Yeah. yeah. It's, scary. You know, it's like, damn, damn, we got a long way to go. We got a long way to go. So we're gonna do mail next, but we now give you permission. Ryan, to say what the title of the mail segment is. Mail bowl bag. Let's empty that bitch, motherfuckers. Yeah! <laughs> man, I gotta go to Australia, I'll tell you. I gotta go to Australia. No, I have to too, man. These guys have too much fucking fun. Now, uh, the first email is actually... um. Did we even go through the news? Ah, whatever. It's already falling yeah, off the rails at this it, point. It, it, yeah. Just go skim pinball. I got an say email. Hi to Jeff. Tell I got, give love. I got an email from Never Beef. <laughs> yes. To tell us that the New York City Pinball Championships is have capping it at 140 players, and they've already reached that. In two yeah. days, they blew. Yeah. They they were at like 80 or 90, and they went right to 140. Yep. So, I congratulated Mr. Sexton. Yes. And because uh, he's one of the organizers, and I hope to God they can get the games. Yeah, that's gonna be hard. That's but, uh, gonna be hard. Luckily, uh, Alan, I think is gonna be donating some games with uh, Levy, so hopefully it'll all work out. Yeah. So we got this is from Scott Larson. It's called pleasing people, <laughs> and uh, he liked your expression. You can't please anyone, so guess what? Don't try. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> Said Bruce, aren't you married? Hashtag winning. <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys are great and make my commute suck less. Slam tilt on. Thanks, Scott Larson. Thank you, Scott. You Very Scott. Cool. We got Robert Byers again. Airport pinball. Just listened to the pinball princess letter about pinball and airports, reminding me of my dad and I going to the Indianapolis airport in the night in the eighty. I don't know. Does that mean in 1980? Probably the 80s. Yeah, probably the 80s. And he used yeah. to play pinball. They had 10 to 15 games set up all the time. The only issue was they had built a self a self in the game room and put the machine on it without the legs so you couldn't nudge. Hmm. A shelf, what? maybe. Oh, maybe sh- a shelf. oh, shelf. Okay, they built a shelf in the game room. That makes sense. Thank you. And put the machine on. I didn't read it wrong, though. It says self. Uh, without the legs so you couldn't nudge. I'm sure the owners did it to minimize game damage at the time, not understanding the importance importance of that part of the game. On to episode 62, player 165. 
Everyone's now signing off. Uh, yeah, yeah, with their the yeah, with their numbers. IFPNA. We have one from Tim who says, don't read this, so we're going to read no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> we have Harry Jackson. Hey, guys. First off, congratulations to Tim, I mean Darth Balls, on his Stern gig. I imagine the interview went something like the Stern rep asking, so what changes would you bring to the Stern code? And Tim pulling up a chair and launching into one of his great Tim rants. I'm really happy to see Stern bringing in some new blood. And I know having Tim on code is going to be a big help for players everywhere. Next, I'm with Bruce on his strategy on stars for shooting the left spinner versus the right. What? See, I am right, baby. Yeah, watch watch our uh, our YouTube stream and you can watch Bruce not do that at all when he got his high score. I did a little bit. No, you didn't. I find that I can rip the left spinner with much more power than the right one on my stars, but maybe I need to rebuild the flippers to get more oomph. I like to hit the two red targets, light the spinner for 1,000 to spin, and then let it rip versus shooting for all those risky stars. Well, okay. Finally, with today's news of the Supreme Pinball Machine, and he also had no idea what Supreme was before today, and honestly, I thought it was a Coca-Cola spin-off flavor. (laughs) <laughs> what branded contract games would you guys like to see in the future? I think Bruce should call up Gary to make a pinball lifter the pin home edition game. Stay awesome, Harry. It can lift itself. It can lift just itself. To, I like that. It's a good gimmick. Just to jump in quickly, you know, like when you sometimes when you click on Facebook on like a, a company's page and you see like, ah, oh, shit, there's like 20 of my friends that like this something, like this mm-hmm. place or this. Um, I clicked on Supreme. And it's just George Gomez, and that's it. Oh, my. So that kind of proves that, like, people in pinball, right, because I've got lots of people, you know, Facebook friends on, on, on online. No one knows what it is, and no one's – it's not – it's definitely not for us. It's for different people. Yeah, totally agree. So a spinoff flavor. So it's flavor. Yeah, uh, flavor. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, hmm. Let's think. Uh... uh... I don't know, contra- branded contract games. Hey, the Slam Tilt Podcast game. The Golden Girls. <laughs> the Golden Girls. That's just you, you put your coin wild. in, it just says actually. Or it says actually when you hit the pop bumpers, or it just gives random Bruceisms. Five guys, spinners. Five spinners in the game. Five spinners in the game. Did you guys listen to the uh, Deep Root interview with the Eclectic Gamers podcast? I have not yet, but Deep Root so just kills me. He, uh, he allude. I mean, if they ever bring out a game, he alluded to software tools being available so that people can kind of fix the rules themselves without needing to wait for a code update. So I think this maybe- guy is a tool. I really do <laughs> think he is a fucking tool at this whole thing. You mean after all the manufacturers specifically don't want you screwing with the code and hosing the game, and then they have you know, voiding the warranty. I'd love to see what the, that's going to be. Like, you can change the code. You can finish the code yourself, but if you modify it, we will not cover the game. That's not the biggest one, um, Ron. The biggest one was that the QC for them would be, because he, he, this guy doesn't like dimples, all right? He's got a thing against dimples. You can hit the play field with a sledgehammer, and it won't leave a mark, and that's their QC on the way out. Uh, so <laughs> put, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> is it made out of, like, a different tungsten steel playfield. I don't. <laughs> how the hell do you? That's just stupid. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of words, but you know, actually executing it is is a separate thing, right? Actually, I want to know why they want to bail John Papaduke out either. I, I don't. He's the best designer ever. I apparently. guess. I so. mean, they're literally trying to, to just they, they 
paid off or that paid off. That's a bad word. They bought out Zombie Yeti. Oh no, you said it right the first time. They they paid out. (laughs) Yeah, they paid out Zombie Yeti. You know to get his artwork for all these games and also. Did you see how many games there are? Yeah, yeah, eleven. Eleven. Eleven games. And then they had um the programmer for Magic Girl who never got compensated, so he was he was compensated. I, I, don't, apple juice. I mean, apple juice, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder why. I just don't get it. What do they think yeah. he's going to do? I, I just. There's, made, there's he, a lot of rumors behind the scenes of what this guy's been trying to do previously, but um, probably not something that we can mention on air. Of course not, because we're. We, yeah. The gold yeah. standard. The gold standard. Yeah, we wouldn't mention mm-hmm. that either. Uh, did you know Tim <laughs> Sexton was hired by Stern? It's in the Stern of the Union. <laughs> we're going back to the news now. Let's As we said, it was. I, I wanted to mention the uh, the two other programmers because there was three of them hired by Stern. It was Rick. Oh God, what's with these last names? I can't pronounce Rick Nyagilly. Nyag, uh, what? Yeah, Rick N. Bringing nearly two decades worth of experience as a software engineer for uh, Midway and EA. Impressive. Cool. And Brett Rubin. Brings over a decade of experience as a software engineer in the video game industry, working in tools development, graphical user interface design, and workflow streaming. I think we're gonna we're gonna upgrade the graphics on those uh, on the menus. Menu systems. Yep. At least mm. they can reach you know pin two thousand levels. They're eighteen years behind, or nineteen years, but um, let's see if they can, they can get up there on Williams level nineteen years ago. Yep. <laughs> so uh, more but mailball bag. We still got somebody. Uh, I got Steve Flake. He said, great show as usual, guys. Been listening since the very beginning. I voted for you in the Twippies, even though you told me not to. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, he goes, I have a beef with Bruce getting another stars when I've been searching for one for two years. Are all the old Sterns in New York? Sell me your extra stars, Bruce. Which is not mine. It's actually, I'm just repairing JT's. Congratulations on Tim Balls on getting hired at Stern. Tell him to get work on that Ghostbusters code. I vote for Elvis movies after Godzilla, which I do like that. I do like the idea of Elvis. There's gonna movies. be some really shitty movies, dude. Oh yeah, well, so I think there's some a lot of them, isn't there? Yeah, How many Elvis like, movies out there. I think it's like nine or ten. Oh, okay, let's pump them out. I'm looking at this top 100 page, which I went further down the line. Some people on Pinside are fucking morons with their game picks. <laughs> what? Oh God! Okay, is this rant? Is this Bruce rant time? This is gonna be Bruce rant time. Okay, what? Why? Rant about what? what okay, what, what do you think is wrong? Two hundred and one game out of the top one hundred, so you can go further down the line. Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> How could it be out of the top one hundred if it's two hundred and one? That makes they no have, sense. They have wait. That that's what they and under the top one hundred pinballs. You can keep on going, and it's more numbers. I'm just telling you what Pinside does, so it makes no sense to me either. But 201, big game. Guess what's right after it? Bone Busters. Oh, God. (laughs) You people are fucking morons. Lethal Weapons 210, Ron. Oh, man. Uh, I might have to rant. Lethal Weapon 3 is the 210th best game? Yes. Lethal Weapon 3, possibly the greatest Data East game ever made? Wait, wait. Gets better, Ron. 222 RoboCop. Oh, man. Wait a minute. RoboCop is only marginally better than the Pinball Circus? Yes. Is that fucked up or what? 
you have to read the reviews. They're the, they're the funniest ones of. Uh, let's let's see what they say about police RoboCop. Police force is better than RoboCop. Police force. You know, are these fucking people? Star in Wars trilogy. I know. Oh see, man. Look at this. Okay, so, this is about big game. Sorry, I just don't rate this uh, this machine in any area. Not my type of game. Three out of ten. <laughs> How many how many games do you think he put on it before he gave it a three out of ten? Uh, well, at least he gave it three and not one. <laughs> just, oh uh, my god, people are morons. Oh man, I just really just that's Harry Williams, dude. Big game has some neat jungle theme art on the playfield, and the back glass is decent, but it's towards the bottom of my favorite wide bodies with Space Invaders coming in last. Well, at least that guy got yeah, okay, one thing got right. one right. Yeah, Space Invaders <laughs> is a turd. I agree. Oddly, it wanted to seem like it wanted to be a Paragon, just couldn't make the cut. Are you fucking nuts? It's not Paragon. It's not, it isn't played remotely like Paragon. Oh, the shots were too long from either to stack flippers on either side. That's the best part about the game. And there wasn't enough targets for space available. Huh? Huh? There's nine fucking targets on there. Literally, it has four flippers, and each flipper is specifically designed to hit certain shots. Because it was designed by a genius named Harry Williams. What is with these people? I can't really say it was awful, but I walked away after a few games and never looked back. I passed on this one unless I found it dirt cheap and wouldn't bother playing it if there were other games around. I just give you the old big L on the old fucking oh, forehead. Oh man! <laughs> enough, enough! Don't, don't, don't! Oh, is there one for Cheetah? Oh, let's see. Hold if on. If you really oh, want no. me to go off, I do. Let's wh- see. Where Hold on. you do? Where is I Cheetah see. in the list? See, see yeah, what okay. you started here, Ryan. You got the oh, top one hundred. Is... Now you got us looking yeah. at that. Oh my Sorry. god, these fucking morons! Let's see. It, except see. our listeners on Pinside, you're great. Yes. We're, we're Star, sure. Star Geeks are at 103. You would think that would be higher because most people on Pinside have a hard-on for that game. I know. I'm still looking. I don't see yet. Oh, that's not good. If you're that far down and you're not seeing Cheetah. Not yet. Oh, God. Can you even search for it? No. I, I found oh. it. What this game has received... Six approved ratings, nine more approved ratings are needed to rank it. It's not even ranked. It's not even fucking ranked. It's not ranked. It is literally the greatest wide body ever, and it is not ranked. Now, our listeners, we are going to ask you guys to rate Cheetah. Please rate Cheetah as the the masterpiece that it is. When you actually rate Mario Andretti before Cheetah... Oh, oh my god. Attack is rated 50 times... But Cheetah's been ranked six. Let, let me guess. I, I, when I'm looking at the top ten, I would say they're either all they're all Stearns or you know Bally Williams classics from the '90s. Of course they are. Let's see: Medieval Madness, Attack from Mars, Twilight Zone, Monster Bash. Ryan's there. Yeah, I love all these games. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Metallica, Dialed I mean, In, Jack. The Jack. Adams Family. ACDC and Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is ten. Are you kidding me? Are you it's kidding me? Da, 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 da. Oh, da, da, da. Oh. I'm playing pinball and I'm reliving my youth. Hey man, big, big, big trouble in Little China. <laughs> Total what? nuclear what? annihilation <laughs> is seventeenth. 
Wow. Yes, I know. Wow. I'm okay. a marketing guy and I can't get hired. <laughs> Nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I loved it. Okay, last mail here. Because Robert Byer sent another one, but you're going to wait till next week. You get you get one. Yes. And, and, and if no one else sends us any email, we'll at least have one for next week. That's the yes, other reason. Uh, let's see. This is from Derek. We got a lot of a lot of people. I'll go ahead, go ahead, do that one, and I'll do the next one. Derek has a. Uh, what did you guys think of the first season of Star Trek Discovery? The ending to the first season was incredible. I thought the show struggled slightly during the first half, but after the second half was very strong. I haven't seen it. <laughs> have, you, have you seen it, Ryan? No, no. I, I hardly watch TV anymore. Yeah, I, I, I don't watch TV at all. I, I know that's the new Star Trek show, and I know it was on web only. I believe what like CBS streaming or something like that. So that's that's something I, I would see. I used I've watched so many TV shows, and then you get so invested in them, so you don't want to stop watching, like Walking Dead. And then you just seven seasons in, and you're just like, wow, like I haven't enjoyed this for the last three seasons. I just feel like if I stop watching now, I'm gonna waste all that time. Yeah. So I just I, everyone's saying, ah, oh, you gotta watch this, you gotta watch this. I'm like, no, I'm watching nothing. Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> had to like, I don't want to feel like I have to watch anything, so I don't watch anything. If that makes I'll, any I'll sense. stick with, with Game of Thrones and. Uh, Westworld was pretty good. I enjoyed the first season of Westworld. Westworld. Okay, here we go. I like Westworld. Westworld's really good. Okay, here we go, Ron. Back to that top 100. Oh, you're still on that? I thought we had <laughs> Oh, Facebook no, you're going to gonna get pissed about this one. <sighs> this is the most crazy episode you guys have done. It's this is going to be the best. This, this is going to be, be the all best. Over. I might do a non-edit episode, too, just to really make it as raw as possible. Yes. Aliens number 51, Ron. Alien. The clunk fest that doesn't ever work. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. World Cup Soccer's 54. Ooh. Excuse me? Does that hurt you, Ron? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what, what was Alien again? 50? 51. 51. So Alien is a better game than World Cup Soccer. Yes. No. 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 I totally fucking agree. No, it's, fucking no, it's not. See, World Cup Soccer has this thing called fun, and it has this thing called features that work. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's make if if... Okay. <laughs> if, if, if World Cup soccer was was alien, the goalie would just intermittently stop moving, or you would hit him and he would just fall off of the target. Okay, Ron. Here we go. Really, you can't really complain about it if you're not also voting, right? Yep. You can laugh at it, but if you're not if you're not trying to boost the figures, okay. Which is better, Quicksilver or Medusa? Quicksilver, Quicksilver takes the steaming shit on Medusa. Well, <laughs> not according to Pinside. Sixty-eight to seventy, Medusa wins. At least they're close. At least like Quicksilver's up there. Yeah, exactly. It's the highest stern. But that's because it's rare. What's the difference run between a steaming shit and a normal shit? It just came out of his fucking. It just bowels. came out, and it's really just <laughs> even more rancid than usual. <laughs> oh, no. Why do I ask that question? <laughs> you know, you're going to get an answer from us. I have a problem with this one. The Big Lebowski's rated 37. What the fuck? For what, the 10 <laughs> that exist? Come on. Have you, have you played one of those, Ryan? Yeah. I, I, I laughed at the swear words and, and then kind of walked off. Okay. <laughs> it was the, best, the best thing about it was when the call-outs, like, shut the fuck up, Ronnie. That was, that was the, 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 the pinball machine for me. Embryon's better than Royal Rumble, WWF. Bullshit. No. 
No. Embryon is one of the suckier of the wide body games. Wait, wait. Slugfest beats Royal Rumble. Slugfest? Yes. You mean the pitch and bat? Yes. That's a fu- no. That's not even in the same category. It's stupid. Why is that even in there? Exactly. I don't get that. Pigeon bats aren't pinball machines, right? Like, no, no, they're not. Do you guys not. feel weird when people are reporting about the uh, zombie uh, all-stars or whatever? And it's well, like, I, I like pigeon bats, so I actually I, I found that. that me, but, yeah, but no. it's not a pinball machine. So. Oh, yeah, I, I, I like video games. I like Pac-Man, but I don't know. Stars is 152. 152. Yeah. There's 151 <laughs> games better than Stars. Yes, including Break Shot and Class of 1812. Class of 1812. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Black Hole. Black Hole. Oh. <laughs> and Baywatch and Spirit. There's so many great games above Stars. And, you know, Stars takes a big steaming pile shit over all of them. I know. It muck sprays. That's that's when an animal like you know he like wags his tail and this this shit just spreads all over the place. That's what Stars does to all those other games. Bruce, you've gone you've gotten Ron to go nasty. I know, I love it, I love it. So let me let me put these. We emptied out the sack. Yes, we did. So we'll put these in the archive section. We'll save Robert by our second email for next week, in case we don't get any. So at least we'll have one to read. Maybe we will, but don't forget, people. On pin side, vote, vote. Vote for good vote. games, please. Just get some of these games. Up. Save Cheetah from non-rated status. That's just wrong. That is actually stupid. That hurts me. That hurts well, you me know, You know why that's actually cool? It can work to your advantage. Because it's unrated, once it gets enough ratings, it can like enter into the top 100 out of nowhere. And people are like, ah! <gasps> What is that? How come it's ranked seventh? You know, cheetah. What is this game? Okay, hold on. Don't vote for it yet until I get a cheetah. Yeah, then I vote for it. Because I was thinking, like, wait a minute, this is a problem. <laughs> Holy shit! I need to get a cheetah. They say it's good. <laughs> you don't have that problem, Ron. You're good. You're yeah. <laughs> those are some of those posts I never understand. Where it's like, please tell me what game I should buy. If you're not into um, pinball, like the guy who bought my Circus Voltaire. He literally is just newly into pinball, and he just kind of like looked at the top 100 list, like, okay, I'll I'll try and find this, this, that, and that. And in in like two or three months, this guy has bought uh, like over a hundred thousand dollars of the pinball machines. <laughs> so he's the perfect guy to buy my machines. So, oh my uh, god, really? Wow! So he's got money. He's got money. He's got money. Uh, that's Australian dollars though, so that's like a thousand dollars there. <laughs> so, Jesus. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, good lord! I, you know, I think we actually got through everything here. I think we did too. Wow! I almost, I almost don't want to end it. I love having Ryan see on. I do too. Good to meet. Episodes. I'm, how many more do I need to get up to Timball status? Uh, nine more, or no, Ryan, eight more, eight Ryan's, more. Ryan, Ryan, balls. Ryan, Sea balls. He's got steamy kangaroo. balls. Oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's kangaroo the... nutsack. There you go, kangaroo nutsack. Yes, <laughs> Bruce. If you don't if you don't come to Texas, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not giving you I'm not giving you a nutsack. You better give me my nutsack. Well, how am I going to give it to you if you're not there? You give it to Ron, and then I'll I'll put it on my face. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord. 
Good lord, I'm not carrying your nutsack you, for you, Bruce. Sorry. You You're carrying your nutsack so I can put it on my face. <laughs> Bruce, you have definitely dived under the shark today. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> At least I wasn't beaten like I was uh, from Ron on our video. Did he whack you off, did he? He beat me with the fucking shark. I beat you with a shark. <laughs> This has been an incredible show. I just like to say uh, <laughs> thanks to Ryan C. and can't wait to see you in Texas, man. Yes, yeah. We'll give you the fun. tour. Thanks for um, plugging us. Oh my! Every oh week, my. appreciate all the people that you've you've sent our way. We've got you know even even though we've you know we've followed the same format, we've got uh, completely different opinions, I guess, on things, and that's what makes all the the podcasts fun to listen to. I love it. Yes. Uh, you guys are kind of full of all the knowledge of all the old pinball machines, and we're just, you know, <laughs> faking our way along. So, um, well, I told you guys, I told you guys today that Ryan, you're more like me, and Martin is definitely like Ryan, like Ron. Yeah, but you guys don't like Demolition Man, the movie. I don't understand that. That movie is awesome. It is. I, 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 I it's just, I don't not like it. It's just I watched it as a kid, and just like everything as a kid, everything is awesome. Like. Like big, after- like big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> That's an awesome movie. <laughs> um, it, it's, every 90s action movie was amazing. It had everything you wanted. It had cheesy lines. It had that sweet 90s montage, uh, you know, complete with the music. It had the action hero. It had a bit of, a bit of TNA, um, not the Annihilation style. And, um, and then I kind of watched it again as an, as an adult, and it, it was just... I don't know. Arnold Schwarzenegger is 20 times better than, than Sylvester Stallone. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I, I will say one thing about Demolition Man. Like, the beginning of the movie, they blow up the warehouse, yes. which is impressive. You know, they use an actual building. They blow it up. But then at the end of the movie, they use a really cheesy special effect to do, like, an explosion on the whatever, the, the place they're at there. It looks really bad. Especially after the first funny. scene when they use a real building and then they use that, it looked terrible. So, funny. just I know we're trying to end the podcast here, but no, um, on going? go ahead. What the fuck? Oh, okay. you so, know, so we're we're ripping off this flipping podcast then. <laughs> just keep on it's going. It's gonna be like three hours, what's the, man. Uh, what's the uh, so the does it have anything rules wise, or is it literally just a couple of swear words? Uh, you cut off you there, but do you, do you mean the R-rated ROM? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the R-rated ROM is more than a it it's like there's like five or six more actual sound ROMs. There's a bunch more quotes from the movie. But rules-wise, it's rules-wise exactly the, the same. Yes. Yep. It's a t- it's a not, I, I like the rule set. You know what I really like that I kind of only noticed the other day when you have the light quick freeze lit in the right lane, right? When you hit a shot that is going to hit that, quick freeze will light straight away just in case the ball jumps over the switch, right? Did you know, have you noticed that? So, the, the, you know, the, it, the machine knows if you've hit a ramp or you've hit the, um, that scoop, the upper scoop up the middle, it knows that the ball is going to return to your right flipper. So it yes. lights the quick freeze straight away. Because um, I know there's there's some machines that'll like rely on that, and the ball would will come so fast that'll kind of jump over, or maybe your switch is stuck. But in this case, it doesn't matter. So I think a bit of uh, coding genius by Tedesi's there. Just a little tiny thing that I appreciate. 
Ted Estes of, of Dialed In fame? Of Dialed In fame. He's a great guy. So you met him? Uh, I met him, and he was really, really nice. And uh, when I had Dialed In at my house, I was emailing him absolutely nonstop with like just crazy OCD things that I noticed that were like little tiny bugs here and there. And about 80% of me was like, yeah, that's not really a bug. That's just you being OCD. But 20% of my I actually found a couple of bugs and uh, was kind of beta tasting some, some firmware for him. And then he kind of like was doing this kind of big update, which still hasn't been released yet. And uh, he sent it to me and, and um, I don't have the machine anymore. So I was like, sorry, I, kinda, I can't help you out anymore. And he was, it was yeah. But he's, he I, was I like bummed. that. I, I like being able to talk to the people that make the, 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 the stuff. I mean, Scott just sent me some new firmware to test on this machine since it has um, some issues with power. And um, how cool is that? You can talk to the person who designs your pinball machine and, uh, and get that interaction. Yeah, it is. It is weird. It's, like when I'm at Expo and there's like Josh Sharp, he's like, "Oh, hi, Ron." You know, <laughs> and you want to want to play some Star Wars? Like, oh, sure. You know, it's just it's kind of kind of weird. And I don't know about, I don't know about what you said, Bruce. I think Ryan's more like me with the, <laughs> the OCD thing. I could totally see that. Okay, I'm more like you, Ron. When you play pinball, you do weird stuff that I do as well. And I'm like, ah, oh, I thought it was only me that, that does that, the putting your leg up and moving side to side. And then, you know, when animations pop up on the screen, you, you pointed it with your fist and like, juh, 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 you know, stuff like that. Um, I do that as well when no one's watching. And uh, I think, I think you, get, you get into the groove of machines like I do. So you ready to pay some bills, Bruce? Oh, really? We're having so much fun, man. <laughs> I've, I've actually been doing work while I've been talking to you guys. There you I'm go. It's even better. It's awesome. Tasking. I love my job. <laughs> www.pinballlifter.com. Come check us out at Allentown. Uh, we are selling lifters, tilters, helpers. Come check us out. Use your brain, not your back. www.thesilverballsaloon.com. Come check us out in East Rochester, New York. This Saturday or this Sunday, we have the Stern Army Tournament. $6 to get in, play some pinball against some other people, win some good prizes. What do we got now? We got Pinball Star, Joe from Joe Newhart. You got your Spooky, your Jersey Jack, your American Pinball, and your Chicago Gaming contacts. Check him out. And also uh, Mike Pupo, Flipper Fidelity, and selling Stern Pinball Machines and accessories. Check out Mike. He's got the best sound systems for your pinball machines. You guys have so many sponsors. You must be rich. We have no sponsors. We just do it because we like these people. Ah, you guys are so hey, cool. I know what we can do. Ron, I have the perfect idea. We can get our first sponsor, and we can give them their first sponsor. What, what did you just say? What? <laughs> what? We, can, we, can, we can get our first sponsor, and we can give Head to Head their first sponsor. Okay. We'll sponsor them, and they can sponsor us. <laughs> Well, we pretty okay. much, uh, Bruce, we pretty much sponsor, yeah. all, we, we mentioned all the freaking <laughs> podcasts in every show. Yes, we do, including the gold standard from now on will be always mentioned. The gold standard. Be sure to listen to Canada's Pinball Podcast, the true gold standard <laughs> of podcasting. Also, listen to our other podcast friends like Pinball Who Profile. Only sticking good, you know, they're only. Okay, Bruce. <laughs> Listen to Pinball Profile with Jeff Teolis. What? Listen to the Head to Head podcast featuring Martin and Ryan C. Ryan C. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Australian doing an Australian accent. I'm I'm doing Raymond Davison doing an Australian accent.
He does it the best. Ron C. <laughs> also, uh, this flipping podcast, the Players Pinball Podcast, Bro Do You Even Podcast, Eclectic Gamers Podcast, uh, the Canadian Pinball Podcast, Fun with Bonus, Steve Bowden. Hi. Hi, Steve. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Our most popular guest ever. Yes, I think we've <laughs> now bumped his status up. Don't forget, watch him on Twitch. Watch him make comments. That will be at uh, twitch.tv slash Z-A-C-A-J. And don't forget to check our Twitch feed out. Our Twitch feed. Just search for Slamtail Podcast on Twitch. We have the entire Upstate Championships, including the Stars Charity Tournament. And then we have the Final Four Finals. So watch the goodness. Also, our YouTube channel, where I put some highlights for those who don't want to watch the five hours, and I, I don't blame you, the five hours of uh, coverage, we have the highlight reel where you can watch Bruce and Greg go at it on stars, and you can watch oh a huge Metallica game, see how Metallica should be played. If you'd like to send us correspondence, we can be reached at slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. We are the Slam Till Podcast. I'd like to thank the impromptu guest. Ryan C. What happened? Did someone drop out? I didn't even know what was happening. Just just joined your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody did. We just we just saw you jump online and we're like, hey, let's go try to get Ryan. Yeah, I, I saw Ryan C is online. Like, oh, I said, hey Bruce, why don't you ask if he's available? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Boom. That was that, it. That was that was literally me jumping on my computer midday to start doing work. <laughs> I'm so glad that you have um, Skype set up in, in your startup and didn't change the default setting, which I did because <laughs> I don't have it start up. We are the Slam Till Podcast. This has been episode 78, Godzilla. 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 <laughs> Say goodbye, Bruce. <laughs> goodbye, Martin Robbins.